Welcome, everybody, to the world of Pokemon! We are here doing a fun little crossover episode for the Camp Legend Network because our uh, our AO's Airways always covers Pokemon. We also have our uh, Legends cast, which is taking on the Pokemon trading card game for the month of coverage. Uh, and so we said, you know what? Let's just knock all three of these feeds out in one go uh, and do a Pokemon-themed one shot tabletop RPG game, and we brought in uh gibbles and bits from every podcast, <laughs> as well as Mark Lutz from the Legends cast and uh Annika Rousen. Uh, excuse me, Annika Paquette. I'm so used to it. Uh, <laughs> Annika Paquette, you're still Rousen in my phone for what it's worth. I, that's fine. <laughs> I was Rousen in his phone until recently, so uh, five years later. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, Annika Paquette, of course. Those two are also on our Almost Legends uh, RPG podcast, where we're currently playing uh, a Fate System game set in the Avatar Last Airbender universe. So we've we've rallied the troops here for some Pokemon fun, guys. Let's uh, we, we, it's a one shot. We made some wacky characters. Let's go around the table and introduce them, and just just jump right in. Does anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Why not? All right. I, uh, Give me what you got. Okay, so my character's name is Bishop Ivy. Now, Bishop Ivy, let me kind of go ahead and read his his bio here. He's a video game speedrunner that has uh, become bored with the mundane <laughs> of, of speedrunning the same games over and over again and trying to beat his highest scores. He's looking for a new challenge. What is his new challenge? Speedrunning life and becoming a Pokemon League champion. Any good speedrunner knows that you don't just start out with the game uh, out the gate and just like trying to do a speed run you have to do several kind of practice runs and get into the groove mm -hmm. first so what is he going to do he's going to band together with some other people who uh maybe along the way he can make some friends and with his tapered sweatpants matching quarters they've been endless supply of g fuel hopefully <laughs> he and his friends can climb to the top during his what he would call his initial playthrough <laughs> so very nice he's gonna any percent at first you know, and uh, just sort of take the pace and then speed run it later. Does that mean he's going to release all of his Pokemon that he he gets the, to the championship with? Yet to be seen. Maybe he'll grow a heart somewhere in here as well. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> uh, Mark, you want to go next? I, I, poor Mark is here. He's been dying. Uh, he, he's he's dying super, super to play sick. this one shot. That oh, is. <laughs> excellent turnaround. Yeah, no, I have been really sick. So my character's voice is supposed to be <laughs> high and nerdy, but it might be low and grovelly because that's just where Mark's standard and voice flimmy, is. Flimmy, real flimmy, and, which is probably yeah. something that shares <laughs> yeah. is shared with the nerdy. Yeah, yeah with the voice. Insert an <laughs> asthma like inhaler noise every like couple minutes yeah. He's, yeah. I'm playing a kid who's drank too much orange juice uh, right after he had a glass of milk so uh, uh yeah uh, well I, I do appreciate that uh g fuel or whatever got written into the pokemon universe so i'm expecting that in the next episode of pokemon journeys <laughs> on netflix by the way uh so my character is named first name gavin last name actually gavin actually i grew up <laughs> making friends with books uh, mostly about Pokemon. And uh, I have the Coke bottle glasses, the shirt tucked into my shorts, and the hair part to prove it. My Pokemon aren't <laughs> friends so much as entries on my spreadsheets. 
But as I always say, you don't win battles by making a new friend. You win battles by being better than your opponent. Gavin is the quintessential Pokemon geek and Pokemon nerd who uh, is really into battle tactics. In fact, he has spent most of his time emphasizing his knowledge of Pokemon types and weaknesses and battle techniques. In addition to that, learning how to command his Pokemon flawlessly in battle so that he can exert total and complete control over every scenario that he finds himself in. Very nice. Uh, it sounds like a real fun guy to be around. Yeah, sounds like he's <laughs> about to sign up. Yeah, he's just looking for the Team Rocket sign-up table. Uh, so. There you go. <laughs> yeah. he wants, Team Rocket scientist. Yeah, he wants yeah. full autonomy over a small like oh, subset of if you were looking what the for corner a character. Leaders. If you were looking got- for a character backstory that almost definitely becomes the villain in the second season, this is him, <laughs> yeah. right? He, he's he's uh, he, he was voted senior superlative as most likely to be a Team Rocket <laughs> sign-up, Team Rocket admin. <laughs> uh, Annika, tell us about your character. So my character's name is Ramona Jett, and she is a 14-year-old who on God invented flannel shirts tied around the waist. (laughs) (laughs) She's infamous for writing pop punk ballads about her losses, which shames herself and her Pokemon into never making the same mistake twice. Oh my god. Don't get her method. Of course not. No one does. Oh, and did I mention she's vegan? Don't worry. This won't be the last time you hear about it. <laughs> I mean, the three most unlikable pokey protagonists that have ever existed, and yet they oh, banded yeah. together. I mean, yeah. well, whatever um, makes you brag. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, guys. This is going to be wild. Well, uh, we are jumping right in. Picture, if you will, you know, uh, about like, 10 to 15 episodes into your Pokemon journey. Um, It is a bright and sunny day as you make your way through Carnegie City. It's been a long walk to hear from your hometown, but hey, traveling alongside your childhood friends has maybe made the journey more enjoyable. Depends on how much you guys can stand each other. So Carnegie City uh, is a coastal town uh, where the streets are lively. They're filled with musicians and performers and vendors selling everything from from postcards and sunglasses uh, to delicious seafood. Uh, you you see a, a po' boy getting uh, cooked up with oh. with enough spice. Is that a shrimp to clear? Po'boy? Is that a shrimp? Po'boy? Right. It, it, it may it may shrimp be, egg. but fear not. It's not a pokey shrimp uh, po' boy. I don't know what what Pokemon shrimp. Oh, there's got to yeah. be one, like a corefish. That would, it's not a corefish po' boy. That would definitely <laughs> agitate Gavin's irritable bowel syndrome, so he can't eat no, it, but n- Mark would want it, you know? <laughs> well, this would clear out your your sick sinuses uh, just from the smell of that spice. Uh, so, uh, do you know what they do to those shrimp, though? <laughs> That's right, you're vegan. They have feelings. The shrimp have feelings, uh, and, and Gavin has IBS uh, as you guys are walking down the street. Uh, as much as you may be thrilled or depressed to be in such a lively place as this, uh, your hearts are set on reaching a particular destination, that being the first stop on your gym tour. 
the Carnegie City Gym. So as you guys are walking through the streets, uh, what, what does this look like? What is the kind of conversation this trio of of uh, <laughs> largely difficult young people? I mean, I, I Gavin's never really had friends, and so uh, there's a there's a reason why his poise is his lowest stat. Um, so <laughs> I, I sort of picture Gavin being excited uh, because he's he's doing it right, and he's he's definitely uh, he's eleven, but he does make a point to say that he actually started his Pokemon adventure before his eleventh birthday. His birthday was a day after uh, his uh, his birthday was Uh a day after he set out on his adventures. He just wants to make sure that most Pokemon trainers start at 11, but I did technically actually (laughs) start at 10 years old. Um, And so, but being the youngest and there's a girl here and I, I've I've never talked to one of those before. Um, So I'm, I'm (laughs) nervous. uh, And I do think that the best form of endearment is correction. Um, so I, I, I have, I've been sure to point out a lot of facts that quite frankly, nobody was asking me at first. It was like, oh, it'll be cool to have this guy around. Uh, but within about 40 minutes that, that feeling went away. Um, so now I keep talking, but no one, no one is even interacting with me and I haven't caught the hint yet. <laughs> you see, you see Bishop just like, he's got his, and it's for handling and for handling purposes so he can pull it out quickly and put and and put it back he's got a notebook that is like in the shape of like a potion that you would give like in the actual games <laughs> but right, like, yeah. but like in the actual like binding area of the uh of the notebook it's actually form fit around the grooves and shape and sizing of his fingers so that way he can pull it out of his waistband like quicker and like, like, gra- like a quick draw yeah, like, like quick draw his notebook and pull it out and flip it open and write some notes and then quick close together and, sl- and slide it back in so he's just like really erratic and like quick with all of his movements but he catches the gym and goes i think that is our first stop yeah i'm pretty sure that's our first stop let's go and like he just doesn't he doesn't wait for like he's not trying to get stop and get a shrimp po boy he's maybe looking at some of the vendors but the, and then you see him get about halfway there and you go he stops and goes no, we don't have enough data. He turns around and goes, is there anywhere that you guys want to um, collect from? He said, we need information. What does the city have to offer? You need to min-max your loadout. First. Exactly. He, <laughs> he thought about rushing into it and then goes, no, no, that's not the purpose of this of this initial run. We have to get information. So uh, Gavin fixes his glasses and says, actually, I read everything that I would need to know ahead of time when I was nine years old. And so I actually know everything that I'm going to need to know. So there's no information that I need to collect myself. But if you feel like there's something that you need to collect, I have no problem being the first person to defeat this gym amongst our party. And I think at this point, Ramona is like, rolling her eyes so hard that she gets stuck and she's just like how did i get stuck in this party with twitchy mcgee and chip on his shoulder pokedex walking over here (laughs) and then she and she just says like 
Um, well, I, I guess well, I'll actually, have to babysit someone. Well, actually, a Pokedex, you have to point at a Pokemon in order to gather information where I've been able to collect the information on my own without actually encountering the Pokemon in real life because I've studied at the library. Mark's characters for so sure the worst. I was imagining that as inner dialogue, but I could see her saying that out loud <laughs> I love loud that. As well, I love so that you fine. said I, I love that. I thought you were saying it out loud and I thought that was perfect. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh so you guys uh are, are sitting here talking on the street corner um but like far off all of a sudden you hear a big like roar of a crowd and and as you kind of look over you can see like over because i mean you know it, you, you you hear the breeze coming through and you know the buildings and and the vendors are moving about the bus but at the end of the street you can see all the way down there there is what you know to be the large like car like massive carnival tent that is the, the the stadium for the Carnegie Gym. Um, it's just like a, a enormous circus tent. Um, I'm going to kind of suggest, do we want to go check this out? It seems like a valuable place to scope out before we know we make our breeze through. Am I, as is my character, am I able to make a knowledge check to see if I've gathered information about this gym ahead of time? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so go ahead and roll a knowledge check. I'd say that uh, we'll make it a difficulty of a, uh, well, you know, we'll make it a difficulty of a 10, but there will be some uh, some wiggle room there, even if you, you miss it. Okay. Oh, we're not missing it because we rolled an 11 with a plus five. So that's, uh, wow. that's a firm 16 on my first roll of the, ga- of the first roll of the game here beautiful so uh you would know that uh you'd studied up on all of the gym leaders that are supposed to be on this year's circuit uh the one of course carnegie city being the closest to your hometown you would know and whether you prepared or not for it i'm sure you think you're prepared uh the gym leader here is remy uh and remy is a uh masked ringmaster uh, known to beguile the audiences and opponents alike with his fairy-type Pokemon. Well, actually, uh, Remy, who is the gym leader here, has a Pokemon gym full of fairy-type Pokemon, and it should be relatively easy to get through his pointless charades and smoke screens to get to the heart of the gym. Do we just walk through the front door? I mean, I'm ready to do that. That's what you want to do. And like you see as he's kind of like preparing, he's like, do you like what kind of even Pokemon did you guys like bring for this one? And like as you see him doing that, he's like taking out a shaker bottle and he's like pouring some G Fuel into a shaker bottle specifically. <laughs> what? What? Wait, does he have his own like creator flavor? Is he is he like a content oh, creator that has so. his own creator flavor? Uh, he does. It's called Blazeberry. What is it called? Blazeberry. Oh god. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's so good. Oh my god. Yes. Um like, you know how there's FaZe okay. clan? Yeah. Um his is called NL, it's next level. Like that's 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 the that's the clan <laughs> that he's a part of. Is it instead of FaZe oh, clan, I it's got next for level. His speed running, exactly. Uh sponsorships and everything. Yeah, like he 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 doesn't have any types of patches or anything on any of his clothes where like he's outwardly like proudly sponsored. But if you do type NL Bishop in uh, the G Fuel website, you can get twenty percent off, and he does get a small kickback <laughs> off of that. <laughs> I think uh, that as uh, as Bishop is shaking his shaker bottle uh, and asked what we brought with us, uh, Gavin pulls out three Pokeballs um, from uh, like the he has 
sort of like a coat on that looks a little bit like a scientist coat, but it's probably not really a scientist coat. Um, and he has like a, but a big pocket uh, on each side and he pulls out the three Pokeballs and uh, summons his three Pokemon. And he says, I brought these three with me. Meet my partner, Puchina and Growlithe and Honed Edge. These three will do perfectly fine whenever we uh, battle against this gym leader. So intentionally mispronouncing them. <laughs> just the most naive, but also just caught. Well, that's, you know, in their native dialect. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like new, Linguistically, like... that's what they're actually called. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you insult them. That's how they prefer to pronounce it. The the three uh po- the three Pokemon uh pop out and uh because you know they you have trained them so rigorously, uh they all sort of stand at attention and you see the little Puchiena raises his little paw like in a salute. <laughs> you can see that they're ready for battle at a moment's notice. As the uh as you say that, you see the Growlithe is turning and like sort of taking a step at a time towards the po'boy stand, <laughs> but like still like facing <laughs> you. But every time you turn, he like takes a step closer to the po'boy stand. Can I can I snap <laughs> my fingers and make a command check to get him back in line? <laughs> yeah, you can try. Sure, command command is our skill to be able to tell our Pokemon what to do, right? Yeah, pretty much. Outside of combat. Oh, didn't do so good on the command check. Although I have a five in it, so I still ended up with a nine, but I rolled a three and a one. I was setting it at a ten again. Okay. Uh, So you you turn and you snap at the uh, the Growlithe, and it stands attention, and literally as soon as you turn around, you hear a a vendor go, well, hey, what are you doing there? As you you turn, and the Growlithe has leapt up on top and is biting into some poor... (laughs) A guy's sandwich as he's you know eating his he, he got it in like the wax paper and like it's ripped off and Crowlith is on the ground <laughs> munching on half the sandwich. Gavin's face turns uh, a, a very fast red and he says oh, return Growly and uh, and pulls the Pokeball up and pulls it back in <laughs> and stuffs it down in his pocket and then he says well okay what did you two bring with you then? You see that you see before you guys pull out your Pokemon. You see the Puchiana just shaking his head at, at his at his comrade. <laughs> and you you you, you see Bishop uh, at his waist. He kind of like reveals like like kind of like pulls back his like quarter zip, um, like Jack like like lifts it up short like slightly. And you see him almost like a classic Pez dispenser, like. Like hit the side of this like dispenser three times and three Pokeballs go boom, it's a quick boom, release boom. Pokeball dispenser. Yeah. So he goes boom, boom, boom. And they all just kind of pop out into his hands. And then he like kind of like sprays them on the ground all at one time and goes, meet Shinx, Noibat, and Giraffarig. And they all kind of like start looking around like they're supposed to be doing something right out of the gate as soon as they come out of the Pokeball because that's what they're used to. It's like, I'm out. That means action time. Like time to do something and then get back. Like, then, yeah, you you see the Shinx is already charging uh, its electricity, uh, <laughs> but then you it, but instead you you see the giraffe rig, which like stands really tall. Like it's it's about like it's almost as tall as like people, even though it's a little baby giraffe. Like it's like four or five feet tall, and it stretches its neck out and starts looking around. And then when it doesn't see anything. It sort of yawns and sort of curls its head down, and you see the uh, <laughs> you see that your team sort of immediately go from action to lazy as hell. 
AKA <laughs> the only settings of a prime athlete. Two completely different ends of the spectrum, but that's all they've got. <laughs> and as soon as he's seen them, he goes, there's nothing for them to do here now. Actually, And then he puts, he pulls two of them back and he actually is going to keep Noibat out. And because Noibat is a flying type and he's a Noibat, mm-hmm. fly up, see what is, what is, what is our clear, our, our least path of resistance into the tent. And I would like to make a, uh, make a command check to, to check for that. I would say that you'd probably, uh, you probably don't need to command it to do something simple like okay. that. Uh, the, the Noibat can't tell you things in English, uh, but it does fly up and sort of circle around a little bit. Uh, and it sort of hovers in the direction that you guys would need to take to, to cut through the crowd in order to get to the gym quickly. Just comes down. It's like, Noibat, 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 Thank you. Thank you, Noibat. We'll be on our way shortly. And I like pull, like I, like I put it back in a Pokeball. What have you brought? So Ramona, like big sigh of like, oh my God, this is so inconvenient. And like takes off her bag. She has an electric ukulele that she has like, you know, a pedal, a pedal board for oh that. She God. totally doesn't know how to use. <laughs> and like, and she's digging around in her ukulele bag and brings out three of her pokeballs and, Let's go of her three, which are Gothita, um, Tentacle, and uh, man, why am I? Why is my brain so funny? Round and Houndor, and she just kind of instead of introducing them, just does like a little bit of a wave, yeah. and they all kind of like start looking judgmentally at the other <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah, they they all like low key hate each other. <laughs> you you see the tentacle just sort of it's it's like big old goopy eyes rolling you know <laughs> uh and the hound door sort of snorts out one nostril a little bit of flame uh, at the gothita <laughs> and then after they each like kind of look you know get their feelings out there she pulls back tentacle and um and hound door but gothita is her like little pal yeah, Gothita sort of climbs up uh, into the top of your ukulele bag uh, and pokes the yeah. head out the top. <laughs> uh-huh, perfect. <laughs> and then um, I kind of look at them like as if they wanted me to say anything like, well, the bat showed us where to go, so... Pokemon, return! And I'll gather up my other two and stuff them into my pocket, and then uh, I pretty Gavin pretty much just makes his way towards the uh, Pokemon tent at the center of the city. So as you guys uh, approach this ginormous um, sort of like carnival circus tent, um, you can see that there is a uh, it's kind of like this multi-level affair where you see like not scaffolding, but, you know, like those um, sort of temporary like um, almost like bleacher like steps that go up and in. And you can see that there's two levels of entryway into the the, the tent. You see this, uh, you know, this, these stairs leading up and into an upper level of the tent where um, you see a lot of people showing tickets uh, to, you know, ticket takers. And there's a there's a ticket window for, you know, um, gym challenger viewership um, so that people can go and, and watch any battles with the gym leader that might take place. Um, and then you see underneath it says uh, gym challengers welcome register here. Uh, and you see a uh, big sort of window where you you see a lot of league officials with their lanyards, with their badges and everything, uh, as well as a line 
uh, that's going like up and into the um, <clears throat> up and into the uh, the bottom area of the tent where there's sort of like an, an archway, and you can see there's a roped off section where they're letting uh, contestants in uh, in small groups uh, one at a time, and 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 there are plenty of other young gym challengers like yourselves. Not all of them young. There's some older, more experienced trainers and whatnot, but have gathered here, and you know that this is a process taking place at seven other locations throughout the region uh, as this 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 you know multi a month long window where this almost like a like a uh, NFL season where everybody can go around and try to get all of these badges within a certain amount of time. Um and so you see all of these uh booths or not booths but um uh tables where you can go and and register uh to to try for this for this gym badge. Is there somebody manning the table that which in which we would sign mm-hmm. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's multiple tables. You can just get into a short little line and do that. Um, everybody make a little. Uh, everybody make a little attention check. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who uh, can beat a ten uh, will get some important information. Okay. Twelve. I love important information. Oh, very nice. Uh, six, seven Five. with my dice, and four with my stats, but eleven on attention. 11 very nice i have 11 as well nice. seven plus yeah. all of all three of you but especially uh especially gavin as you're Fish approaching show. the table oh especially uh, me no i'm i'm saying especially oh, okay. gavin yeah okay gasp when as you're approaching the table you see a big announcement sign uh that's been sort of hastily uh raised uh which says um uh, it has like a picture of there, there was a big poster of Remy, uh, this sort of suave looking um, think like uh, greatest showman, Hugh Jackman, greatest showman, but with like gambit style hair. Right. Okay. Um, just super sexy looking ring leader uh, or ringmaster guy. Right. I've seen that and show now. It's, and it's been uh, there's been paint. It with an X slapped across no. it and a notice saying, uh, due to unfortunate, uh, you know, an unfortunate league incident, Remy has been called away. A temporary gym leader has been brought in to replace him. I'm going to turn to Gavin and look at him and be like, looks like your intel isn't helping us very much right now. Have you read about the replacement that just got named as well? Uh, this is uh, this is completely uh, preposterous. I I can't. Um, I, th- there has to be some sort of a league rule that's being broken here. How is someone supposed to prepare and show up or, or ready for battle if the if if the league can just swap out gym leaders whenever they want to? He better be using Remy's Pokemon. That's for sure. You see another. You see another. Uh, <laughs> another very nerdy person <laughs> with basically Gavin's exact ab- uh, act. Um, outfit but in a different color saying i can't believe this this is ridiculous i prepared all week for this uh i lean back i lean back to these two and i say that kid's an idiot uh (laughs) (laughs) i look at gavin assumingly i'm like he does look quite ridiculous doesn't he oh my god mark you're killing me man Um, then i'm gonna walk up to the table um, there is a person there for registration, yes, right? Yes, and, yes. And uh, I go up and I clear my throat. 
Gavin actually here. Uh, you should have my name prepared already. I have been sending you a letter every few days for the past several weeks about <laughs> my arrival. Um, you see this league, uh, uh, this league official, sort of like you know, middle-aged blonde woman with uh, sort of uh, square frame glasses. Her t- tag says Deborah, uh, and Deborah goes. Oh, poor Deborah. Oh, um, yes, Gavin, hi. It's, it's so nice to, uh, I'm glad you made it out here, sweetie. Um, I don't have any of those letters. Those would have gone to the league office, which is not here. Um, but the good news is it's open registration. Um, so do you have your official league card and we can get you all registered? Hmm. I sent this information ahead of time to expedite the process. Fine. And I'll reach into my pocket on the other side of my jacket and pull out my league card and put it down and uh, turn and I say, these are my friends. I'm trusting the fact that even with this ridiculous setup, that there is still a gym badge to be earned here today. Oh, yes. I know it's it's quite unorthodox, but uh, Remy's particular services, it seems uh, the champion herself uh, requested his expertise. Uh, and so he was called away on urgent league business. But but Remy has hand selected uh, the, the replacement for the next few days uh, and who is already uh, the crowd loves him, as I'm sure you can hear, and you hear some cheering and stuff like that. So, so don't you worry. Any badges earned during this interim period will still be uh, perfectly valid for consideration in the uh, in the league finals, assuming you're able to complete the rest of the gym's challenges. Um, Bishop is going to step up and go. Yes, you can put my name down too, Bishop. Next level, you know, you can put. The sponsor under the sponsor category of Bishop Next Level. Um, oh, oh, um, I'll I'll do that. And he kind of like he kind of like softly like realizes he's kind of being a bit harsh, and he softly asks, "Must have been a whole lot of cleanup after bringing a new gym leader in here, you know, with the type of Pokemon that they're bringing." And he's like fishing for information. Uh, <laughs> make a poise, uh, poise check here to see if you can uh wheedle some information Uh, 10 10 i don't think that that's going to be quite enough uh because you guys have been kind of jerks um and she goes (laughs) well "Well, i won't spoil the surprise for you uh and has something of like a you know a classic what what is it called were you uh was it malicious compliance like that's that's hardcore her vibe <laughs> right now dealing with these all these you know idiot 11 year olds <laughs> who all think they know more than her yeah yeah uh, although behind you uh you you hear uh, a couple uh a couple kids go is that is that nl bishop i think it is did you see a stream last friday <laughs> good they know who i am he doesn't turn around to acknowledge them <laughs> and then Ramona would step up. And by the way, when first of all, when they find when Mark uh Mark's character, I'm sorry, his name is Gavin actually. <laughs> so Gavin, so when Gavin walks up and finds out that they didn't get any letters, she looks like it's Christmas. Like, <laughs> come early. And then when he calls the, her part of the friend group, she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> have I sunk this so, world? Sprint to the back of the line. Coaster. Tell somebody they can cut her. Yeah, like, what friend? <laughs> this friend. This is who he was talking about. You, yeah, shove some other. Like, yeah, you start forward. trying to pretend like you, you start trying to pretend like you don't know any of these people, and Deborah just goes, "Okay, who's next? Or, uh, honey, you uh, c- come on up here. Let's get you registered. We got to keep the line moving, dear." So I step up and I say, "Ramona Jet." Uh, you may have heard me heard of me because of my recent hits, uh, uh, fire downfall, um, electricity through your veins, and she's oh dear, that's really like, not my kind of nodding. music. Uh, you know, I just stick to the classics. So, um, I'll take your lead card though. And she, she, like, she's now sli- like she... uh, from from Idaho. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <acting up there. laughs> whatever the pokemon equivalent of idaho that's i've just determined now she's just she's absolutely those vibes uh so ramona like digs in her electric ukulele bag one more time and is like just like awkwardly long time oh yeah oh yeah considering how you know the size of a of a ukulele bag it shouldn't be that hard to find anything in there and And yet slides her league cart across uh, i imagine it's kind of like the edges are busted up and everything from like just rolling oh, around yeah. in the bag oh she's and she also busted it up on purpose like a pair of cops like, deborah gets a little receipt paper and folds it over the swipe thing to have to run it uh, <laughs> but then goes okay well you three delightful young children are registered just go stand over there in line uh in fact it's just the three of you right yes just the three of us Yes. Well, that's perfect because the gym challenge runs three at a time anyway, so you three can just go in together. Ramona was definitely the type of kid that got a skateboard and then scraped the bottom of it on a on like a cement <laughs> step to make it look like she had been grinding for a long time on it. Am I? No. <laughs> no, she definitely like used something really expensive from her parents' house. <laughs> that is absolutely like the banister. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Scraped it up on the gold inlaid banister. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I had to mute because up. my laugh turned into a horrific cough that ripped open my chest. So. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Uh, well, the three of you go and stand in line, and as you're, you're like, the line is slowly progressing, but it does seem like they're letting people in three at a time. Um, as you get closer, you can hear the uh, official um, at the front sort of going, uh, this will be a timed challenge. If you are unable to complete the uh, if you're unable to complete the puzzles within the allotted amount of time, you will be forced to return out here and uh, try the challenge again. If you're able to complete it, you will be able to challenge Toby. 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 Uh, excuse me. What's the point of a time challenge if you can just try it over? You're you're yelling ahead of the line yes. to the person not talking to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you, you look at this. Uh, you look at this guy's name tag, and it just says Dan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Dan goes, um, "Well, you know," and he's he's like, uh, and then all of the people in front of them were talking. Yeah, that's a great point, actually, Dan. How come we can just try it over? Is it well, you know, that's <laughs> as with all gym challenges, if you know you fail, you are permitted to rechallenge. And so, uh, just once you're done, just get to the back of the line. If you want to take a break for the day, we will continue. We'll be doing this all month. 
And, uh, you know, and he leaves it. Uh, does that answer your question, young man? Yes, but I won't be failing. Of course not. Of course not. Well, anyways, you three, uh, c- come on in. Uh, and as he lets those three in, you see three more sort of dejected looking uh, individuals uh, wandering out. Uh, and they're just sort of like, you know, muttering to each other and, and kind of complaining and goes, you know, okay, I guess we'll just, I mean, do you want to even get a, in line again? I don't know. I, I think I'd rather just go get a snack first. Can we go? I pe- remember that po' boy vendor? Let's go get a po' boy. <laughs> Bishop stops each both. Like he's in the middle of both Gavin and Ramona. He stops and puts a, puts a hand on their shoulders after each of, after that group walks past and goes, see, not everyone's time is worthy of counting. Let's make ours worth it. You hear snickering from like three, like rose, uh, like three places back. Oh my god, that's so cool! And old Bishop, so cool. <laughs> I got fans. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's feeling the pressure and- of like, oh, they won't watch my stream anymore if I don't, if I don't pass this time challenge. And then I mutter under my breath, "Did you see that they each brought only grass type Pokemon? Like." that was their mistake like it it just feels like maybe this gym doesn't take things seriously yeah yeah it turns out now uh post uh we 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 flash back to the two as they're walking away and they're just absolutely wearing just like hippie gear and like flowers in their hair and everything like that they brought three (laughs) comfies Yeah, one of them's like, yeah, well, there's a literal comfy like hovering over one's head. It's okay, comfy. We'll get him tomorrow. Let's get a snack. <laughs> so, uh, do we just wait in line then until yeah, we get you... permitted to go into the encounter or into the into the challenge? Because I think we're just yeah. You waiting. finally you you finally get up to Dan uh, at the front, and he kind of goes, "Okay, hey, uh, it's you guys. Uh, just give it another second, and when the next challenge is complete, we'll we'll go ahead and let you all in." He's got you see, he's got a little radio thing. He's waiting to hear from inside whether they move on or not. Um. And, you know, another couple seconds and yeah, you can go ahead and send them on in. They went up to Toby. Oh, wow. That's a change. Uh, And he goes, "Okay, well, hey, uh, you guys are going to have a a nice little act to follow. Looks like the last crew before you guys actually uh, did complete the challenge and is now uh, they're now challenging the gym leader. So, uh, hey, that's great. Hopefully you guys can do it, too. So basically, here's the rules. You'll have 30 minutes to complete the challenges within. Um if you're able to complete them within that amount of time, uh, you will be able to step on a pedestal and it will raise you up to the stadium where you can challenge Toby. Any questions? Do we have to go in any specific order? Uh, what do you know? The three of you can work together. It's sort of a teamwork uh, thing. In fact, that's kind of uh, that's kind of uh, Toby's whole thing. So we've really set it up to his uh, his designs here. Just the time challenge is a team effort, is a, is the teamwork, right? Like, I don't have to, you know, like, eventually I'll get to, you know. Uh, well, if you would like to, if you'd like to get a, a different team, uh, you can go back to the back of the line and uh, find two other people to party up with. Oh, don't worry, Ramona. I'll be sure to help you whole whole whole, whole way along if you're nervous. <laughs> and I look at Dan with, like, pleading in my eyes, like, no, it's fine. Fine. Uh, well, all right then. And he's here. Okay, go ahead. And he's like, "Well," and he moves the little, uh, <laughs> the little thing, and uh, what do you call the rope? And says, uh, "Go on in. Enjoy. Um, good luck." And you guys head on mm-hmm. in. Uh, you head through this little tunnel, uh, and you get to a, a uh, another individual, another league rep with a little, um, 
with a little um, walkie-talkie, and he says, okay, I'm going to close you in through here, uh, but if there's anything, uh, if you get claustrophobic or anything like that, just go ahead and knock on the door, but it will end your time trial. So uh, only if you're, you know, ready to, uh, you know, forfeit, uh, go ahead and knock on that door. Otherwise, when the time runs out, uh, you'll leave either succeeded or I'll come in and get you. All right. Have fun and close to the door behind you guys. And you guys are sort of like now in a larger sort of darkened space. And then you uh, see doom, 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 doom. all these lights light up and you see along uh, your left and right. You're sort of in this like not super big, but like about, um, I don't know, 40 by 40 room. Um, and you see uh, on each side of the room, there are uh doors like all these eight doors all on the side of the room um just blank doors nothing particularly interesting about them and then the center of the room you see a sort of circular very pokemon-esque traditional uh elevator rising pad uh with a cool uh pedestal with a cool pedestal on it uh, which looks like there are uh like some some designs and stuff on that pedestal and time in real life will start now. You're good. 30 minutes. So Ramona first whips out her two other Pokeballs as if to communicate to the other two. Oh, I made you wait until I got the Pokeballs out earlier. I could have done it fast. And says, go Tentacle and go Houndor and gets the, so she has all three out to start the challenge uh, all three pokemon are out and about um and uh you see tentacle immediately cross his little tentacles like uh like across his <laughs> chest uh like he's annoyed uh and houndor just begins sort of wandering away sort of sniffing absent-mindedly at things so not particularly obedient but they're there <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm I, I, Mark in real life is very bad at picturing word images. So it's a, a I know a, I I know that about you, yes. which is why I kept it really simple. Yeah, it's an empty room. There with is a, pedestal. a empty room with a pedestal and eight doors. The placement of those doors do not matter, but there are eight doors in this room. So Gavin walks up to the pedestal. Is this look like the thing that goes up? That like. Uh, it does. Yeah, there's a there's a big pedestal, and as you get close, you can see that there is a um, button in the center, which looks like it is uh, not lit up, and you can see that there are uh, around it there are three empty places where you could put about like like a disc into those empty spots, um, and you can see that there are uh, sort of like arrows going in uh, like between them, so it's like. Uh, circle 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 with arrows sort of leading around as if one led to the other kind of right. deal yes okay <clears throat> um so gavin will turn around and he says it looks like we need to find the correct rooms that contain the discs and we're gonna need to activate this button and then he goes and he pokes it a bunch of times and assuming it yeah, does, does not nothing. do anything yeah. uh he pokes it goes in fact no 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 i take that back it goes <laughs> as you try to press it and you can see a, a big light pops up 30 minutes and begins counting down you uh, are wasting okay. time and he runs to the fourth door and he's going to open up the door and say report back what you find we may need to work together multiple of us in the same room you heard the man. Teamwork. Right. And then he opens the fourth door and he's going to head straight in. All right. He's going to door number four. Um, what doors do you guys want to go to? I want to send Houndor out. He's 
fast I and he's a dog type. So I was thinking maybe it'd be possible for me to send Houndor to try to find the room since the team before us succeeded. I'm was wondering if it's possible if he could smell a room that had the most human activity recently. Oh, that's actually a really smart idea. Yeah, go ahead and do a command okay. roll. Uh, we're going to set the difficulty. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to set the difficulty at 12 because there's been a lot of people in and out of here. So to pick okay. up just the, the most recent scent. Yeah, just just 12. Okay, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you command Houndor. Houndor kind of... <sighs> and sighs and then begins sniffing a, uh, along the ground and begins snuffling towards one of the doors. Uh, what is um, Gavin going to do? He goes, why wouldn't you start with door number one? And he walks over to door number one and he, he says, get out here. And he summons his, uh, okay, how do you actually pronounce the word? Is it, It's not Puccina. What is it? What do you have to do? Pucci- Pucciana. Pucciana. I think. Uh, I think. Summons Pucciana. And uh, I'm bad at pronouncing words in real life, but evidently my. I think it's funnier you than Gavin. However, Gavin. I think it's way better. I think it's way yeah. better that Gavin pronounces the things wrong. Okay. Perfect. Because he's such yeah. a know-it-all. Pucciana, get out here. Uh-huh. And uh, summons uh, my, my dark type dog. Yeah, and, and, then... and, he, the, and which stands on its hind legs and slows. Yeah, and then I swing open door number one and stride in. Uh, but there's a little okay. bit of nervousness in me because Gavin, uh, he only contains theoretical knowledge. So, uh, for the most part. <laughs> uh, so, you, you swing open door number one. Uh, you go into door number four, uh, Gibby, and... Um, Ramona went to... Uh, oh, follow the trail, and follow the trail to door number eight. <clears throat> So, uh, cool. in uh, door number one, uh, Gavin sees that there is another room uh, where, as you open the door, you put your lead card in, like, there's a little uh, scan thing, and you put your lead card in it, and it beep, beep, and opens the door, and then closes behind you, uh, and turns red. Um, and so, uh, you know that you can, that nobody else could probably come in here with you. Um, and so, you look out and over, and you see that there is a boxing ring wherein you see this uh basically what looks like a uh a stuffed bear like almost like a teddy bear um but really sort of oversized walking around and around its neck you see a sigil a little disc uh with a like a a a bald fist uh for a, a symbol on it it sees you and it kind of walks over to uh, a little uh, like boxing bell ring and holds a little gong over it and ding ding. Uh, uh, Puccina, return. Honed Edge, you're up. And I pull Puccina in and then throw Honed Edge out instead. All right, very nice. Uh, we're going to cut over to uh, the other room where uh, we're going to try to do, like do quick swaps here. Um, and we're going to move over to room number four. Uh, where Bishop has walked into what is a uh, basically looks like a little indoor uh, greenhouse situation uh, with all of these uh, trees and stuff like that. And there's one big tree, especially. Uh, and you begin uh, looking around uh, and you again, you swipe the door and you, you come in there and close it. Uh, and you begin looking around and you see that there is a uh, sort of a two tailed uh, monkey that is sort of swinging around along the branches. Uh, one of its tails is holding in it uh, a disc. 
which you can sort of make out as having a um, symbol of grass on it, like like leaf, blades of grass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that in mind, after seeing this um, like monkey swinging around, he goes, oh, I know what to do with this. Noibat, out. And he throws Noibat out like up into the air in like some big extravagant like kind of pose, but like quickly, almost like a quick draw yeah. of like a, like a pistol from his hip. And it says, retrieve the disc and sends Noibat out. And Noibat begins soaring into the air as the uh, as you see this monkey Pokemon look up and uh, give a little grin and begin like Tarzaning through the tree as Noibat begins chasing. <laughs> um, we're going to cut over to <clears throat> the uh, eighth uh, room where Ramona uh, swipes in, opens it up and sees uh, this actually uh, looks like this little rodent uh, monkey looking creature as well. Uh, but you can see it's got these really long fingers and these big like nocturnal oval eyes. Um, and you can see it uh, has around its neck a little um a little disc as well but when you walk in you can see that there is it is sort of standing on a stool uh next to like a freshly painted over white wall and it sees you and it gets excited and it begins turns and with its fingers where you can see this sort of like viscous substance almost like paint it begins painting on the wall a sort of rough graffiti likeness of you and your houndor uh, and then uh, stops and demonst- and and shows it to you and gestures towards it, uh, like looking for approval. And I think uh, Ramona folds her arms and goes, "I've seen better." And then uh, calls out Tentpool and tries to get him to um, use his tentacles tentacles to sting the monkey and grab the. Uh, the uh the 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 uh thoroughly impressed by this monkey making original art makes original art and and you see the monkey uh begin to gesture towards a basket of like spray paint on the ground but as you pull out tentacle and it begins wiggling its stinger arms towards it you see that this this monkey like freak out and begin leaping around and trying to trying to dodge away uh as we sounds like we have three fights initiating um so i would like uh let's if mark isn't is mark is mark alive mark's alive okay uh the hone edge steps into the ring um uh with the uh with this stuffle uh this sort of stuffed bear uh uh pokemon with these sort of big heavy arms um and we're gonna go ahead and do a little do a little fight here so uh for everybody's information we did not announce this at the top of the episode but obviously we're playing a a role-playing game in the pokemon world and the system there's a lot of systems out there i've tried a bunch of them i'll be honest not a lot of them are great the one that we've settled (laughs) on is called pokemon pen and paper and the goal of it is to simplify things uh as best you can by not having a ton of bookkeeping to do for individual pokemon now i have pared it down even further for the purposes of this one shot by basically just sort of making or stealing a couple moves giving it to the players for each of the pokemon they chose and that's what they're working with here um and so as we go through we will sort of explain some of the systems here but as hone edge steps in with the stuffle uh let's compare our speed stats here so what am is, i against uh, your stuffle speed stat? or am i against a beware um, beware is the evolved version that's huge i think it's just a uh, 
Oh no, it's it's just a stuffle. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Woo. I, okay. Yes. Okay, let's do it. Uh, my speed stat is a two. It's my lowest stat. Okay. Um. So, uh, the way that this is going to work is obviously any Pokemon that I come up with for them to fight, they're going to have their own sort of stats. Um. And in this case, the Stuffle speed stat is a three, which means the Stuffle will go first. Uh. In a uh, in a fight, the Stuffle is going to uh rear up and is going to just straight up dive towards Hone Edge with a tackle attack. So just out of curiosity, um, uh, can I yes. yell Hone Edge? Use Shadow Sneak. Because it has a priority keyword. Absolutely. So as the Stuffle begins charging towards for a tackle, uh, Honed sort of disappears with a puff of ghostly mist and appears behind slicing at the Stuffle and knocking the Stuffle uh, back away. So go ahead and roll your attack to see if it does damage here. So uh, as this is happening, uh, Gavin goes, Dang it, Gavin! What are you thinking? Uh, because Gavin knows uh, that uh, normal type Pokemon, which Stuffle is, is immune to ghost type attacks, which he just chose to use. Um, yes. And so the <laughs> Shadow Snake, no matter how well I roll, strikes nothing at all uh, on the back of the Stuffle and leaves my and own you- edge vulnerable. Uh, yes, and as the... Uh- as the shadow sneak uh, teleports behind and, of course, uh, is immune, uh, the stuffle turns startled, but realizing it didn't suffer any damage, just fully goes for this tackle. And so now we're going to do one of these attacks. And basically every uh, roll in this game is solved by 2d6. Um, and so uh, each of the characters and, and their, with their trainer stats... Um, they are all of the Pokemon that the players have are going to be using the same trainer stats that represent the way that they train the Pokemon and the, the tactics that they prefer to use as trainers. So, Mark, uh, you have a defense score of 11, uh, which is of 11, and that's calculated based on the original stat that is uh, distributed in there, which I think is a three or a four, a four, I think a four. And then you add uh, this, this sort of base formula, kind of like uh, spell saves and stuff, but you add a seven to it um, to make it so that that is what the Stuffle is going to have to hit. So the Stuffle is going to roll 2d6, rolled a one and a six, and then is going to add the three that it has uh, for only a ten. And so as the Stuffle charges towards uh, the Hone Edge, the Hone Edge is able to sort of float out of the way of the initial tackle, and the Stuffle like runs into the, the I'm imagining, elastic-style ropes, a.k.a. WrestleMania, uh, and bounces back up ready to go for the next, uh, next uh, round of combat. So um, go ahead and lock in whatever move you're going to do. The Stuffle is now going to go and rear up on its hind legs and try to go for a rock smash. Uh, Gavin says, ha, he doesn't know type preferences either. Perfect. Uh, now get your head on, Gavin. You can't make that mistake twice. Home edge. Get ready. Use cut. Uh, and sure enough, uh, as the stuffle begins oh. moving forward for this punch, this little, uh, I wouldn't say wild, but trainerless, uh, Pokemon goes and realizes that that fighting move goes right through Hone Edge. And as Hone Edge turns around, you go ahead and roll to see if this cut actually lands oh uh probably not only a nine on my attack uh no unfortunately that will not hit either (laughs) okay he dodged out of the way uh that's it hound edge now metal sound weaken his defenses (laughs) i love this the the, The narration is phenomenal the voice in which he's (laughs) casting these moves is amazing 
so yeah, so this metal sound is uh, just a sure hit thing. So because it's like this uh, status thing. So his uh, read metal sound to us. Uh, so, I mean, he'll get to go before me here. So metal sound would be my round three move and he'd get to attack, I think. Right, um, right. But metal sound so for this priority. is the target has minus two defense score until the start of your next turn. I'm assuming it's till the end of my next turn. So that way I can actually use it once. Um, unless it's meant to only be used by my yeah, allies. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, the end of your, sorry, the end of your next okay. turn. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I figured. Say. Okay, perfect. Yep, yep. Um, and so the, uh, the stuffle is, uh, I think the... Uh, normal types don't hit ghost either. So no, no, normal uh, nor fighting types is win. going to completely uh, try uh, tackling. As I look up what an, a different move Stuffle could use is, uh, and goes right through you because it doesn't know any better. Um, and uh, you can go ahead and uh, use your metal sound. So now we're at the next round. Oh, that is a move it can use. That's a dark move. Very nice. Uh, it's going to use brutal swing, which is one of its earliest moves, apparently. Um, oh, ouch. Which is a dark move. Um, so I believe that should be super effective if it lands, correct? Uh, I, uh, I I would think so. What is, is ghost type susceptible to dark? I can honestly never remember that. It is. Uh, it is. Okay, so I guess. So, uh, so the stuffle is going to swing this, like, basically winds up and does this huge dash where it's just like it looks like even if it wasn't just you it would probably hit multiple people um so it's it does one less damage because it could hit all opponents um but it sounds like if it lands it'll be a critical and oh my god i rolled a yet another 10 so just at the last moment honedge dodges honedge cut him uh i rolled a nine plus uh three so nine ten eleven twelve and his defense is lowered by two currently yeah that totally hits uh and you'll do two damage which is all you need oh, uh perfect. to knock out this stuffle uh and as the stuffle sort of goes clumbering down and rolls on the ground the stuffle not completely knocked out um but admitting defeat stands up and sort of shrugs its little um uh disc off and nudges it over towards the hone edge that's right that's mine Give it. Honed's <laughs> like very Honed's like Honed's very coolly like slips underneath the blade, underneath the thing, and flips the disc ding, 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 through the air towards you. Honedge, return. And then I'll make my way back towards the center room. And you you definitely fumble the catch on the disc as it, it lands in your hand. Yeah, not very dexterous um, here. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh NL Bishop, uh his his Twitch username live, uh you are now uh, watching your Noibat chase the Apom uh, through the air. Um, do you want to start a fight with it, or are you trying to accomplish something else? I mean, I think I'm going to start a fight with it. I think that's just nice. He, he, he sees the least path of resistance here is one of resistance that's going to be just fighting it and seeing if he can knock this this monkey out of the tree and seeing if he can just like dislodge it from its person, like this... this uh, this disc. So what he, what he's going to do is he's uh, Bishop is going to run underneath of the tree with the anticipation mm-hmm. of being able to maybe catch the disc if he can get it out of the hands of the monkey using Noibat. So yeah, yeah, Noibat, okay. get that disc out of his hands. Uh, are you going to command it to make an attack? I am. He's going to cast uh, Gust. Cast. <laughs> uh, he's going to use the Gust move. Very nice. Okay, go ahead. And uh, what is the Noibat's speed? The Noibet's speed, well, uh, is an eight. I have a plus. I have a five speed, and he has a plus three speed when active. 
Very nice. So that is faster than the uh, than the apom. So go ahead and uh, and roll for me. Ooh, very good, very good indeed. That is going to be a gosh flying as my attack as twelve. A twelve. Uh, that is totally going to hit the uh, the apom here. Um, and the apom sort of gets uh, blasted down from the from the trees and sort of lands uh, on the ground uh, next to you. Uh, it's going to take the um, it's going to take the thing off and act like it begins to hand it to you until from behind it pulls out three like uh, coconut uh, shells or coconut um, I don't know are they shells I'm calling this shell. Uh, and real quick, and just to ask, yes. so I, so I, I believe you're looking for husk. Husk. So I you hit that it by the husk. I hit that move, and yes. it's a flying type move. And if he is a grass Pokemon, it is super uh, effective. Is okay, okay, okay. He is an Apom. He is uh, not a grass type. Okay. Um, and so the uh, he quickly pulls it out, and he's in front of you now. Uh, and even though he looks hurt, he's like not completely down for the count. And he whips it back and takes three little coconut husks uh, down and puts uh, it underneath one of the husks and begins shuffling them around like a three card money in front of you with his two tails and two little hands you know shuffling Aww. these uh, shuffling it around oh, that sounds so cute but it's and, so and then his <laughs> his two little uh, tail hands gesture towards you um, I have Noibat cast uh, I say cast. Okay. He's going to use the uh, Noibat. Use supersonic. And Noibat uses supersonic <laughs> on to try to confuse the A-bomb. Okay. How does uh, read supersonic to me? Uh, the target becomes really happens. Con- the target becomes confused. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm assuming I have so, to hit for that to happen, but essentially he'll be uh, like... No, 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 no. That That's just... That happens. Um, it's It would take your whole turn in combat. So for action economy, it just happens. Okay. Um, in this game. So... Um, or the way I've designed it. Uh, this part. So, anyways, uh, it gets confused uh, and begins sort of wobbling there, and the the hands begin sort of sloppily moving the things around. Um, so, go ahead and make a uh, aptitude, uh, excuse me, attention roll to see if you can notice uh, where it is, and it's going to be with advantage. So, you get to roll three. That's going to be good. How does a seventeen do? <laughs> My lord, I'd say you're good to go. Uh, and, uh, did you roll three and did you take the two highest? No, I rolled. Okay. You did, I, I rolled three. Yeah, I took all, all of the advantage. I took, I, no, you don't take all. Okay. So that's the, and then just add my uh, attention score to it. Yes. All right. Yeah. So that would be so a third. That would be a 13. It's, you still got it. Uh, but just so we know the reminder, how the advantage works is when you roll the advantage, you roll three and take the two highest and disadvantage. You roll three and take the two lowest. Got it. So uh, he, he's shuffling it around, and in the midst of it, you see, like, sort of confused and sort of sloppily shuffling it. You can see he, like, lifts one of the entire coconut things up and reveals it and puts it down and puts the thing back. And so now you're totally aware, and you can try to snatch it out uh, from the coconut shells as the apom's moving them around. Yep. I pick the right coconut that I saw him just reveal, have <laughs> the thing to it. I'm going to act like I'm thinking for a second, but then pretty, pretty quickly before... I lose track myself. Just pick the right one and just snatch it up. Yeah, and you grab it out from under the shell, and the apom sort of like being totally dazed, just keep shuffling them for a couple extra seconds, and you like have it in your hand. It goes, 
<laughs> and shakes its head, you know, and you see it get a little bit irritated uh, for a second that you took it and then looks at the uh, the Noibat and uh, and just sort of rolls its eyes, but then takes its two little tail hands and begins clapping for you. Thank you, sir. Oh. And he like turns and like starts starts running his backpack jingling with his shaker bottle in it and he he holds the poke his pokeball out in front of him as he's running and says noibat return and noibat like flies down and like parks him her, himself in front of the pokeball uh-huh. and he pretty much just like keeps his hand out he just like, and, like just runs through the noibat with the pokeball not losing any speed on his <laughs> retreat very nice uh so you go ahead you have a a grass disc uh, in your possession now Wonderful. cutting over to the uh the the scuffle in the painting room um tentacles begin sort of waddling towards the uh this little uh, uh creature uh with the long fingers with sort of the this like slick uh substance on it um and if you guys are going to go ahead and get in a fight what is the speed on uh um three three and does a tentacle what is his high stat what is that um defense okay negative two damage the first time it receives damage in battle. gotcha okay so um the two so uh this thing's gonna go first the graphi uh is going to sort of leap up uh and uh sort of attack down at the tentacle um and it's going to use fury swipes um and so it's going to uh it's going to attack at disadvantage until it misses and each one is going to do one damage. Uh, so the first one is going to be a uh, eight plus uh, his three, 11. Does that beat your defense score? Oh, I see it. It's a nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that will hit. Um, so that'll be one point yep. of damage. Let's keep rolling. Uh, okay. That one is only a, uh, that is a nine itself. So that will hit. So that's oh. another point of damage. Yep. This one is a miss, though, um, and so that's only a six. So um, you take two points of damage from the fury swipes, mm-hmm. um, so which I'm at you right well, now. but which you can then mitigate with your tentacles with defense. defense. So uh, go gotcha. ahead and read that ability for us. Sure, it's uh, minus two damage first time it receives damage in a battle. So each of these Pokemon, um, even though they're using the trainer stats just as a reflection of their species sort of natural strengths uh each of these pokemon will have a high stat which gives it just a little bit of a boost within those certain realms so noibat had the extra speed and uh tentacool having you know higher defense uh in this case uh allows them to absorb a little bit of damage at the beginning of the battle um so yeah uh ignored both of that defense and what does tentacool want to do here tentacool is going to uh so at first, um, because because Ramona knows about that ability for Tentacool, she watches like, um, okay, so what what Pokemon is he up against it's right now? It's a Grafai. Okay, so um, watching the Grafai go at the Tentacool, she looks like super smug. And then um, when she gives it like a final, like, are you finished? Before she says, Tentacool, attack with Poison Sting. Okay. Which involves me flipping a coin. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll Which as in well. this game is just... Sir, poison sting is flip a coin. If heads, the target is poisoned. Negative one damage. Yeah, so this one is also an attack. So you do... It will still... It will not automatically hit. You still have to, have to roll to see if it hits. 
Yes. And then it has an additional ability. And I think poison sting. It does it does one less damage. So that's one of the exceptions where almost all of the attacks will always default to two damage, but some things do less uh, if it's in their sheet. And then if it's uh, resistant, it's one less. If it's super effective, it's one more. So what is the... Uh, what is that one here? Nine. Nine total. So I rolled a five and then my attack score... Oh, ten. Sorry. Ten. My attack score uh, That will hit. Uh, however, um, Grafii is also a poison Pokemon. So it is resistant to the poison hit. So it takes no damage either okay. and it cannot become poisoned. Um, oh, okay. So, cool. so the tentacle. So you have this cool line. The tentacle like sneers a little bit, and it goes to sting. And the Grafai eyes just sort of looks at it and shrugs a little bit. Right. Uh, and the Grafai eye is actually going to uh, once again jump up on the stool and gesture towards the paint cans. But you can okay, absolutely so- keep fighting <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, I think I like roll my eyes like, oh, how bad this can be. I'm an artist after all, and walk up to the Grafai to accept the challenge. Um, so when you walk up, it gets really, really, really excited and it's jumping up <laughs> and down on the stool, which is rattling around. Uh, and then as you pick, go to the paint cans, you pick one up and it poses itself and holds a pose as you pick up the paint can. Okay, so... Um... She picks up one of the paint cans and does like a super stylized portrait of Grafai that is like, you know, all of the awful anime like that every eighth grader starts out <laughs> yes. with trying to do where the eyes have a little too many twinkles in them. Yes. <laughs> and why do they look so tired? And like, maybe there's a tear welling up in one of the eyes. Oh my it's God. definitely from like a profile kind of looking thing. Yeah. Um, and does one of those with Grafai and, and looks at him and goes, okay. Uh, well. Make an aptitude check. So aptitude covers sort of like the general like dexterity and using tools and stuff like that. So you're you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to beat a ten here. Um, I did not. Oh no! Um, I rolled snake eyes and my aptitude is garbage. Well, it's not garbage. It's a three. Ouch. So I rolled five. <laughs> uh, you rolled okay. So that's not great. So with uh, you rolling poorly, the graf- the graphite eye had been posing and it turns excitedly to look at it and it just looks like a terrible anime interpretation of graphite eye and it is insulted. <laughs> it is insulted uh, and it just begins jumping up and down angrily and like chittering at you um, and then goes over and paints a big X uh, over your <laughs> over your drawing. Uh, and it goes and stands on the stool and crosses its arms and looks away from you and turns its nose up at you. Okay, I'm going to bring Tentacle back and I'm going to call out. Um, I'm going to call out uh, Gothita instead, and I'm going to have her attack with confusion. So I'm going to say, Gothita, confuse that. <laughs> that pretentious monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the pretentious monkey. It was really a match made in heaven. This room for uh, for you. I know. Um, really. Well, yeah. So you go ahead and ro- make an attack uh, against the Grafii. And fortunately for you, psychic is super effective against poison. Yeah. Yeah. Stab damage. <laughs> I, I did not think to look at what Grafii was before I made that last attack. Um, okay, so. I rolled um, rolled a six, and my attack is a five, so an eleven. An eleven, okay, that will hit, uh, and because it's super effective, uh, it does an extra point of damage. 
So that's two plus one is three, and it knocks out the Grafaii. And the Grafaii is just sort of like, is like run, chittering on its stool and just getting all mad and everything. And then it's sort of like, you know, confusion. It's just sort of being, it's wobbling and falls off its stool. Uh, and just like dejected, it pulls up its little, uh, its little disc and holds <laughs> it up over its head. Almost, it has it's the, like, like the, Pokemon spiral, the spiral eyes. eyes, and it's like <laughs> yeah. waving. It's like waving the, uh, waving the thing like a white flag, the proverbial <laughs> white flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you grab that, and now you see that you have the symbol for the poison type uh, is on that disc oh. as you run out, and everybody reunites in this room, having claimed a disc. Oh, each. and before I run out, I like after treating this Grafia with so much scorn, I take out my little device and I take the picture that he painted of me, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> very nice uh so yeah you the three of you meet again having run uh into that room and come back out each of you has one of these discs so uh gavin runs back out and and greets both uh ramona and bishop and he immediately pulls his disc out of his pocket and he says which ones did you get i think i know what we need to do and he pulls out a fighting symbol on his disc i pull out my poison i have grass drats mine's useless and I throw it on the ground. <laughs> we need three discs, and we need their arrows to connect, and we're running out of time. We need to find a ground or a rock-type room immediately. What makes you think that? Because these types are going to have to work against one another. So, a poison type is strong against a grass-type, but it's weak against both ground and rock. And a grass-type is strong against ground and rock, which would make it the perfect last disc to get. We need a ground or a rock disc. I see. Well, you know, Gavin, maybe your studying has paid off. And he runs to room number three. He's he like uh, sort of smirks. Gavin like turns a little red, <laughs> like a little, <laughs> and then he and then he, or like he puckers up his face and pulls his lips in so that his smirk, his like little smile doesn't show. Oh, <laughs> Gavin has redeeming qualities. Maybe <laughs> he's slightly bashful in moments with compliments, but she doesn't he's know how to take. Liked. He's never been liked. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Maybe there's hope for him still. Oh. And Ramona cuts in and is like, well, if this little moment is finished, can we all pick a new door? And she like sprints off towards the door next to her last one. So door, I guess that would be seven. Uh, Okay. So uh, you pop open door uh, seven um, and you can see inside uh, is a electrified wire fence that is uh, between you <clears throat> and blocking off the entire rest of the room. Um, it's just a wall, but it's like a fence. It's electrified between you and a, and a little pedestal on the other side that has an electric symbol on it. Okay, great. I'm going to close the door and try a new door. Okay. Uh, where do you guys want to look? Can I yell to, what do, <laughs> can I yell to Gavin? Gavin, did you say we're looking for a rock type? Rock or ground? And I swing open door two. We should go in order. (laughs) Of course. Uh, You swing open door two and you see this room um, that has, uh, it's very, very simple. It's high ceiling. And you see that there is uh, little clouds painted all in the room. Um, there's little moving platforms of like little, um, think like what, like the little, like, you know, how like in Mario Kart, the little Koopa shell that floats in the air with the clouds. Oh, Lakatu. This, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's little, those floating around little mechanized little things floating around. And at the very top corner, there's a, there's a switch. Um, and you see a little line running to a cage where there's a 
a wings uh, on a disc in that cage. See Gavin running some math in his head real quick to see if this solves any of his problems. Uh, no, flying is strong against both fighting and grass. <sighs> Drats, I don't think this will actually help us. Uh, it's not weak to anything that we have. Uh, and he doesn't know that the other room is electric yet because no one's <laughs> told him. And he turns and he says, this is a flying room. Keep looking. <laughs> uh, what room does uh, <laughs> uh, does Bishop look in? Bishop had already been running towards room three, so we'll stick with that. Room three. Uh, so yeah, you, you pop open the door and a chill blasts out of it and you see a surface of ice, uh, water underneath it and a tiny little ice fishing hole in the middle. I believe that this room is ice. It is cold and useless. And he slams the door and he starts (laughs) running and he starts running to room six. Okay. Running to room six. Which room did, uh, did, um, Ramona go to next? I was going to room six too. Okay, so, so there's room five there. and six left. Um, <laughs> I will go to room you, five. Uh, okay, you go to room five. The two of you like get to room six at the same time and bump into each other trying to get in the door. No, no, fine, go. It doesn't matter who goes in. Just need to go quickly. So I wrench open the door and I look inside and uh, you see a shimmering, uh, sort of translucent crystal. Uh, embedded within it is a um, a disc with a rock symbol on it. Um, and you see uh, there are no tools or implements by which to try to break open this thing. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Gavin runs into the next room um, and throws it open and basically sees this uh, you know uh, holes yeah, yes. right. Yes, love the show holes. Yeah, it's like it's Both. like holes, like where you see all the holes, except it's reverse. It's like mounds, okay. like piled up, right? And it's all over the room. There must be like a, a minefield of these things, and you see the smuggest looking diggers bee with its little hands and its little front pockets and its little digging ears down as it chortles as you walk into the room and realize it is buried. A disc somewhere in this room. Ah, there's a stupid rabbit in here. <laughs> but I found the right room. And what's up, Doc? <laughs> uh, tell me where the disc is, rabbit. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out. I love Gavin so much. Um, yeah, Gavin's uh, I'll, the worst. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. None of my Pokemon are good in this scenario. They're literally all awful. Honestly, uh, mine are not great either. Tell me where it is, Rabbit. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Uh, it's so funny. None of my Pokemon can dig. I just, they're all, uh, Puccina, get out here. And I'll throw the Pokeball and, uh, and I'll say, uh, you, dog, quickly dig through all these files. <laughs> and, eat him. I mean, that's a speed of he has the speed high stat, so um, <laughs> Okay, make a command roll. <laughs> okay, I can do that. By the way, I have an inspiration point on my character sheet here. Do you mind telling us what inspiration is? 
Yes, I thought you guys might ask. So the fun thing about inspiration, and I wasn't going to bring it up until uh, later, potentially, or until one of you guys brought it up. Uh, that's a mechanic that I just thought of, which I thought would be fun, because I uh, may have watched uh, a little bit of Pokemon anime, uh, just to remind myself what the vibe is. And they <laughs> love themselves some some dramatic-ass backflashes. Yes, they do. Uh, so that's so what those are for. So if you're in a situation where something doesn't go your way... If you describe to me a dramatic or funny, um, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) a memory that you had with your Pokemon bonding or something, uh, then you get to re-roll. Oh, awesome. Well, in Mm -hmm. this case, for my command, I rolled double fives with five being my command stat. That's my high stat. So a 15 to make Puccina go and run around and yeah. So you're so you're digging. Uh, go ahead and roll your D6 to see if you can randomly find the correct spot. Oh my god, okay, we're, we're bringing out the heavy stone D6 then to see if I can find the right spot. Because okay. just brute forcing it is gonna take turns, multiple turns. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so the D6, I got a four. Uh, you got a four? That is not it. Beautiful. You wanna go to them and uh, see if they can break this yes, crystal? Yes, we're cutting to them. So you guys see this, this sort of translucent crystalline structure, um, and uh, it is now uh, <laughs> uh, just the only thing in the room. You go ahead. Cool. I didn't come prepared for this. And he starts jotting down in his notebook because he knows that none of his Pokemon are good against this type. Yeah. So, gosh, because I have a water type, which is good, at, which is like kind of good against rock. So. But the most effective thing I feel like I have is water gun and hope that that's a sugar crystal. So let's let's find out. Do that. Yeah, I think that's the the closest. Give it the I old power wash. Anything effective? Yeah, power wash that crystal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the best I got. Okay, go ahead and roll a check. So this is going to be a twelve difficulty. Um, but you'll use attack? you'll use your attack. Yeah. Okay. 15. Whoa! Very nice. And uh, Annika, I am just so impressed with you because it is indeed a massive sugar crystal that I wrote down in my notes, (laughs) which is why water would be able to work on it as well as fighting to try to smash it or melt it down and uh, and you see it uh, the, the disc pop up. Uh, and is now the only thing left as like you kind of have to wrench it out uh but yeah uh so now you have the rock bite it out <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you sort of like you know get a little bit of sugar pop it That's in your it. cheek for the road yeah uh and you've got the uh rock disc now cool so once i get it out i turn around and i make eye contact with gavin and we both start sprinting out and or not gavin with uh do I call him NL or do I call him Bishop? Anyway, that guy. <laughs> and we like start running, and as we're running, we're like, Gavin, we got it! Uh, uh, great! I was just about done in this room as well, but we'll s- save some time. <laughs> uh, turn! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and you guys do look up at the clock, and you see that it is running dangerously close to time, uh, and you... Uh, you run into the, Give me the, the disc. pedestal. What do you do? Give me the disc. And I slam the rock yeah. one in and then with the arrow uh, over to uh, what is the other one that we had? Uh, f- uh, the rock. There's rock. Okay. So I'm going to put in the fighting. Poison. Oh my gosh. What was the three that we had? Oh, poison. That's right. 
yeah. the rock one to the poison one, and then the poison one to the grass one, and then the grass one to the rock. So you do that, and the poison lights up, and the grass lights up, but the rock does not, because rock is not a perfect uh, type triangle with poison. It is not super effective against it, even though there's a resistance in there. So Gavin now does not feel good about himself. Uh, <laughs> ah! So is that electricity? Uh, or the electric electric type? What it goes... Uh, everybody get your best digging at Pokemon out. And Gavin <laughs> takes a running move back and he pulls out two Pokeballs and throws both his uh, Growlithe and his Poochina into the room. Uh, Growlithe. Growlithe. <laughs> and Poochina into the room and says, Rabbit, I'm coming back. <laughs> okay. All right. And I look at him like he's a total nutcase, but I pull out my Houndor. And, I love that you and... guys have three dog Pokemon. This is amazing. Uh, yep. So the three dogs. Especially for people who all seem remarkably like cat. Yeah. Cat yeah. 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 Bishop Bishop runs in and throws a giraffe into the mix. Uh, <laughs> the giraffe starts stamping down on it. You have Shanks. It's like a dog cat, right? That's a yeah. mix. But I'm going to throw Giraffarig yeah. in the mix and then he's going to start clearing <laughs> dirt with his giant okay. long neck. So here's yeah. what happens. You guys look up at the clock. You guys look up at the clock and you see it's like three minutes left. Um, and you run into the room and you see the, the rabbit Pokemon, the Dickerspy is there and it's smirking at you and you go and you realize it has re-dug all the holes that you dug up. So you have three Pokemon. Uh, well, four, but I've, if I'm being honest, I don't view Girafferig as being able to be helpful. I imagine it's like hooves like accidentally stomping and packing the dirt in more. You can release Shinx <laughs> and Girafferig. They can combo one of those one of those slots. So yeah, way, I'll do. I'll more. use. I'll use Shinx. <laughs> okay, so we have each of you. Uh, so we have four Pokemon that are digging. Uh, go ahead and do uh, command rolls uh, for each of them, and the difficulty for each of these. Uh, is 10. And let me know how many of you guys beat a 10 on your command. I got a 16 on my first and a 12 on my second. Nice. That's two. I rolled a seven and I have a three, so I got a 10. You got exactly a 10. Very nice. Six and three for nine, plus my three in command, 12. Ooh, you guys are rolling great. Nice. Go ahead and uh, all of you, uh, well, one at a time, we'll roll a D4. So, Mark? You want me to roll both of mine? Yep. Okay. And if you repeat, we'll just roll again. I got a five and a three. Five and a three. Okay. Nope. So it's not a five and a three. Now it could still be a four again because Diggers be reshuffled everything. Yes. What a joke, rabbit. Okay. So um, Ramona, go ahead and uh, and roll. Got a five and a four. Reroll the five. Six. It is a six. Woo! And yeah, digs up the that's what we need uh, finally digs up the the ground uh which looks like basically like uh layers of sediment the symbol uh and you grab it up and you hear meep 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 I outside say, as the timer begins ticking down bishop put this one in the place of the rock one quickly you see bishop start <laughs> running and he's like throw it to me and he's got his arm out <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Gavin is really out of breath Waste right no now. Second. Throw me the idol, I throw you the whip. <laughs> it's the only way. 
So you're going to frisbee throw the disc. He actually stops and goes, Ramona, throw me the disc. Because <laughs> he doesn't trust Gavin to throw no. it accurately. That's fair. Gavin's doubled over both in excitement and exhaustion. So <laughs> just heaving air. Yeah. yeah. You throw the disc. And Ramona, Ramona winds up with a great underhand flick. Yes. Going IO to hit him right on the pad. And she's yes. used to handling all of her retro um, big giant scratch scratch records, records <laughs> yeah. that are retro and out of date but she likes them but it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks no it definitely matters that's why no one else and is you, part of them and she reminds them uh anyway. beautiful io flick for the frisbee fans out there uh bishop grabs the disc switches out the rock one and slams it down right as the number is beginning to click down to one and it lights up bling 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 because as we all know or now we know poison ground and grass is a nice little uh type triangle there so uh the pedestal begins shaking uh and everybody runs and jumps on before it's raised up into the ceiling uh and you hear the uh as the like the top part like a like a what do you call it like a star wars opening hatch like opening like thump. And then you raise up and you hear the sounds of the crowd cheering uh, and you hear an announcer. And it sounds like we have another trio of contestants to take on our temporary gym leader, Toby, the trick master and raises up into the, uh, the middle of the room. And you see across from you at the other end, now you see that you are in a stadium with the, the lines drawn on the ground and everything. And across from you guys, uh, is this like middle-aged guy balding top of his head, but he's still got the hair around the outsides, sure. right? Um, <coughs> he's got like Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder kind of look. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he's exactly got the glasses. That. He's got the like kind of the awkward glasses on, like awkward like dad-shaped glasses. You know, a little yeah. bit of a beer gut, but he's like skinny fat too. Um, and he's just wearing like your basic sort of like um, just like a, a just a, a white uh, long sleeved T-shirt and jeans uh, and loafers. In whatever Pokemon's version of New Balance. Yes, is. yes. He's just <laughs> the ultimate yeah. just like stereotypical dad bod uh, gym leader. Uh, and he's standing Ooh. there across from <laughs> all of you guys. Uh, and he goes, well, hey, gang, that was just great teamwork down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. No wonder. This, we're fi- we, are, we are teens fighting an adult. That's what this is. Whatever. Ramona, who has, like, obviously dad issues, <laughs> is, like, totally paralyzed by this guy. <laughs> Uh, and he's got kind of his hands on his hips there. He's like, you know, I always love to see youngsters like yourselves find a way to all work together. And you know what? That's why we're going to go ahead and have an incredible battle here. I assume you still want a challenge for the badge? Yes, we do. And we'll make it quick. Uh, hey, I love that uh, that confidence, champ. All right, here we go. I'll tell you what. You can use any Pokemon you have with you. And if you can take out my team of three, you got yourself a badge. Sound like a deal? Ramona under her breath goes, just call me champ. <laughs> All righty, sports, let's do it. <laughs> and you hear an announcer go, uh, challengers versus gym leader Toby, begin. And Toby goes and he grabs these 
three, he spins around what you at first thought was a belt, but is actually a fanny pack and grabs oh three Pokeballs out this from it is and amazing. throws them out. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and he throws them out onto the field and you see three Pokemon first. Uh, is this sort of like a gr- like gorilla looking Pokemon uh, with this like green and purple color scheme and these like um, bamboo sort of fans that just sort of sits down and begins sort of fanning itself with this long sort of sage like hair. Um, you see an Oranguru. Uh, next to it, uh, you see this pink rabbit looking Pokemon Uh and uh, it's as it as it comes in, it sort of spins around with a gleam, uh, and you see a Wigglytuff, mm. and finally uh, a surprisingly large uh, serpent-like Pokemon comes out of this Pokeball and rears up from behind and turns its head to all of you, and you see it's just got these old wrinkly eyes and sort of sagging sort of um, like uh, uh, demeanor, and you see a Drampa. And if anyone doesn't know what a Drampa is, I encourage you, please look up this hilarious Pokemon. Uh, And he crosses his arms and goes, all righty, what do you got for me? I'll take on the, uh, uh, the, the Rangaroo. And I pull out my Pokeball and I say, let's do it, Pachina, and summon that. I'll take the Drampa. Seems like something for me. And he's going to throw out Noibet. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to use the Houndor, I think. I think the dark type is probably the way to go. And Houndor uh, comes out. Uh, and uh, the uh, Toby goes, all righty, those are some adorable little Pokemon. And I can't wait to, uh, to see how well they do. And uh, you hear a, uh, the sort of like the referee go, begin. And we're going to go ahead and uh, check everybody's speeds and uh, figure out who goes when and where. Yeah. Yeah. Five, six and eight. And so uh, as you begin, uh, you guys can go ahead and command your Pokemon to uh, use whatever moves on whatever target they want to be targeting. Ooh, okay. So it's not like a one V one. This is an all out brawl. Basically. It is a team battle. Um, in Noibat or your bishop go. Noibat, no time to waste. Use supersonic on that uh, on that Drampa. Uh, interesting. Okay, uh, I need to look something up real fast. Unfortunately, I just looked up the actual game and whether this works or not, and it says that it is uh, does not work. So I apologize because as you call that out, uh, you uh, you you know, Noibat goes to use the supersonic move. Uh, you hear Toby go, "It's all right, old man. You, I know you're a slow starter. Go ahead and use protect." And uh, the Drampa charges up the sort of lazy laconic energy and then uh, an energy like of draconic stuff like forms in front of it and it begins to like, uh, disa- uh, what do you call it? Like um, Pulse dissolving oh. or dissipating. That's the word, dissipating the supersonic uh, uh, sonic beams uh, and Drampa appears unaffected. Well, dang. Uh, that's going to bring but that up. Took his turn. Uh, that took his turn. That did so. took his, that's his turn. Yeah. So that's going to bring up, um, Ramona. I am going to use so first I uh, I'm like clearly shaken by this guy. Like it could have been anyone, especially up here and I would have been able to look at this guy <laughs> with disdain. 
but she is clearly shaking. <laughs> and so she looks at him. She's like, um, uh, I guess, uh, mm, Dora, w- what do you think? And then she like remembers, <laughs> oh, that's not how this works. And then, uh, she, so the first thing that, um, the first thing that she can think that Houndor can do is growl. So she says, uh, Houndor, gr- growl at that fairy. <laughs> and Houndor, like, looks back at her like, like oh, my God. Yeah, Houndor's <laughs> like, what the heck now? Look at, you yeah, know? Like, uh, but it's going to go ahead and growl. Fun. So that's going to do uh, what exactly? So that is lower the target's attack by one while it remains active. Lower the target's attack by one. Uh, got it. Um, so that's going to remain. So that's going to remain those stack uh, until either Wiggly is uh, knocked out or switched out. Um, but he 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 said that all you have to do is take out these three Pokemon, and you guys get a badge. So um, Wiggly has minus one attack. Got it. Um, that brings up uh, Gavin and his Poochietta. Yeah, Gavin's in a gym battle now, so he's he's activating. Gavin swings his arms around in a real, like, fake, over-the-top anime-style <laughs> kami-kami. <laughs> and he goes, that's right, Lumana. <laughs> you, growl, we howl. And he goes, Pugina. And the crowd just, oh, it cuts, no. No, 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 it cuts to the crowd, and the crowd just, and you hear the cricket sound. Silence. Pugina, <laughs> use howl. And uh, we'll uh, use the Howl ability, which uh, increases your attack stat by one while this Pokemon remains active. All right. Make sure you're keeping track of that. I will. And it cuts over to uh, to Toby's team because they have the lowest speed. And Toby goes, uh, starts clapping. He's like, hey, great, great start, gang. Great start. Let, let me go ahead and see if I can do something about that. Uh, and he uh, he calls out. He's like, uh, all righty, uh, Oranguru. Go ahead and uh, do what we're best at. Let's play a little trick on these guys. Use trick room. And uh, the Oranguru begins like this meditative uh, trance. uh, And uh, all of these, uh, like the entire energy of the stadium, like these little psychic walls pop up. And you see the swirling psychic energy around. And even just, uh, you know, amongst you guys, you start feeling, especially like the Noibad and Puchiana begin feeling like, a little bit more lethargic and slower. Uh, whereas all of a sudden, Drampa, and you hear almost the creaking of this old dragon's bones, moves as if he's just, you know, a hundred years uh, younger. Uh, and then he's like, and uh, yeah, as for you, Wigglytuff, let's go ahead and set up a light screen here to protect our team. <laughs> and Wigglytuff, uh, again, just sort of does this like gleaming spin and bling. And then this whole like uh, you know energy coalesces around them. Uh, so now a light screen and a trick room have been set up, and we're going to go back to the top around. Except for the effects of trick room reverses the turn order. Oof. So the slowest Pokemon go first, and the fastest Pokemon go last. So we're going to go in what reverse. What in the now. world? Yeah, that's what trick room does. Fun. That's the and... worst thing I've ever heard. And it comes over to poor Drampa, the slowest guy on the squad, now feeling nice and youthful. And he says, that's right, old timer. Go ahead and get these kids off your lawn. Use outrage. (laughs) 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 And uh, the Drampa, all of a sudden, just the eyes go red, the red slits, uh, and begins stomping and leaps into the air. This big dragon is going to use his outrage and leap down and try to bat the Noibat out of the air. 
Uh, <laughs> that is a 12. That'll Does hit. That beat your... That hit. All I've right, got a 9, got a nine all defense. Right. Very nice. Um, so with Outrage, which is a fun little move, um, Outrage actually uh, is does a plus one damage, but he has to continually use this move. And then after three turns, he gets confused. So it's going to do three damage to you. Okay, Noibad is still up. Ooh, <laughs> nice. But not by much. Uh, don't forget, you guys, if you want to use your turn switching Pokemon, you can do that if you'd like to elect to do that. Um, then it's going to turn around uh, to Wigglytuff. Uh, and he's going to say, all right, Wigglytuff, do your thing. Give him a dazzling gleam. Uh, and Wigglytuff does this little like uh, singing uh, spin and this like fairy energy like bursts out. Uh, Dazzling Gleam targets everyone, but it does one less damage. So Wiggly is going to roll an attack against everyone's uh, defense score. Uh, only rolls a uh, 10. Who does that hit? Who does a 10 hit? That does hit me. Does not hit me. Can you explain that? So mm -hmm. a defense score of, that's me. Okay, so the two of you, each of your Pokemon take one damage. Um, <laughs> yeah, so each of your Pokemon, Noibat and um, Houndor, each take one damage. Now, it's a fairy move. I don't think that's super effective against, oh, it is? Isn't it super effective it against, against, against Dragon and not against Dark? But it is against Dragon. It oh, didn't really? matter. The one damage is all you needed anyway. Noibat is down. Ooh, Noibat. Uh, and you hear the, the commentator... Noibat has been knocked out as Noibat collapses to the ground and, and gets the spiral eyes again. Gotta have the spiral eyes. They always have some weird like way of fainting. Yeah. Noibat, Noibat. Um, but, and usually like a... Noi, Noibat like <laughs> falls to the ground like one of those little helicopter leaves. Noi, Noibat! Yeah, Noibat. like one of those little helicopter leaves from like when we were like kids where they just... Goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Spinning Ooh, down, yeah. The maple seed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as it hits the ground it like, it like turns into like that kind of <clears> like light dust and goes back into the pokeball um so now you can choose another pokemon if you'd like to send them out houndor not that Drafferig. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i meant Drafferig comes back and gives you the eye like hey bud like i'm i'm a i'm a giraffe uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like any other giraffe <laughs> uh okay that brings up you guys' turn so um that is oh no it's orin guru's turn and orin guru is going to use confusion and he's going to use confusion against the um houndor um but i believe that that is a uh psychic against move. dark is no effect dark oh it's zero no effect. damage at all from any psychic oh. type moves hmm yes yeah, i guess he wouldn't do that then toby would know that even though i don't know that well except uh, <laughs> unless this trap rig came out immediately which it should come out between rounds in Pokemon, yeah, there's only two dark type Pokemon, so there's no yeah, one. So I guess confusion. I guess it uses confusion and it fizzles. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, you know what, buddy? You know you uh, you miss every shot you don't take. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it, Orangeru." Uh, <laughs> and he uh, that's gonna bring up you guys this turn. So um, that is now in reverse order. Uh, Gavin, you're up. Ha, Puccina, uh, uh, take out this monkey. And uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> use bite. Okay, we got a six and a two. Uh, and my attack is a plus three. So eight, nine, 10, 11, plus one more, a 12, because I do have Howl up. Very nice. That that 12 helps you out big time. Oh, okay. So that was the difference, I guess. Um, 
So uh, that is going to be, I mean, I didn't overcome him by three or more, I'm guessing. Nope. Okay. Um, so he would take two points of damage, but it is dark, which is super effective against Psychic. So it should deal three to him instead. It does. And uh, he is still standing, but he's looking very, very weak. He's in the red bar. He's at red bar health. Finish him <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, so the, the Puchiana leaps over and Oranguru is slowly sort of getting up, but faster now because of the trick room begins sort of leaping around uh, in a very orangutan uh, sort of uh, lopsided style trying to dodge. But sure enough, Puchiana's bite does eventually land um, and, uh, and and definitely does some does some damage as the two separate. Um, that's going to bring up uh, Ramona and the Houndor. Um, question. Am I allowed to take on a Pokemon that I'm not, like... Yep. It's, that you can target anything. Tough? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ramona is thinking to herself, like, like, dark isn't effective against fairy. Fairy's effective against dark. And she's, like, panicking because she feels like she's, you know, like, performance anxiety. And so she looks around and she sees that um, maybe... Oranguru would be a better target for a Houndor. And so she starts thinking and she starts panicking. And then Houndor turns around and looks at her and they share a memory. <gasps> so, so they have a flashback to the first time that she and Houndor lost a match. And she's sitting with her little electric ukulele and her pedalboard that she can't use. And she's like <laughs> writing her first angsty I just lost ballad with Houndor and he goes up next to her and starts giving little howls, like a little accompaniment. Ooh, it was a big bonding like sad, moment for the Like two sad of howls. Yeah. And so then he turns around <laughs> and looks at her and does one of those little Ooh, at her. And she's like, <gasps> and she remembers all that they've been through together. And so she. <laughs> I love it. So you can get advantage so, on this then. I sure can. Yeah. And so she, so she looks at Houndor in the eye and goes, Houndor. Bite that monkey. <laughs> don't and... you forget about me. <laughs> about me. <laughs> don't, don't you don't, go bite don't. that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> bite, 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 <laughs> bite. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll three. So, that's her so you roll through it, three and take the higher, the two highest. And if, by the way, guys, I said this, roll three and two. I said this before, but just as a reminder, if you ever roll two sixes, it's a critical hit and all the damage is doubled. So, you know, I'll let okay. you know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I know it. <laughs> okay, so I got an eleven, and then plus my attack score is six. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> That'll Good. hit. Yeah. And sure enough, sure enough, as the bite lands, uh, and and uh, you know, Houndor howls as it charges toward, it, and just as Puchina kind of had the Orangru on the ropes from behind, the bite comes clamping down uh, on uh, on on uh, Orangru, who then sprawls out, uh, sprawls out onto the ground. Uh, and has the X's over the eyes. Uh, and and Toby goes, oh, amazing. Now that's what I call teamwork, kiddos. Great stuff. Come on back, Orangaroo. <laughs> Brings him back. That move was bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says that. He makes the dad joke. <laughs> that move was <laughs> bananas. <laughs> no? Anybody? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl would have appreciated it. <laughs> And Ramona's like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, Remy didn't like this when he was a kid either. So, all righty. Well, <laughs> oh, uh, that I see. Well, uh, hang on. Hang oh, on. Hang on. Oh, Remy didn't like those. Toby's oh. Remy's father. 
goodness. The apple falls very far from the tree in the attractiveness scale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he called in. He called in Dad to uh, to hold down the fort. Alrighty, so that brings up. uh, I think that's uh, that's that's Gibby. You're up with. well, uh, it depends. On, it depends on how we're ruling it, right? Oh, because right. I got knocked you just, out. You just so, came like, in. You just got knocked. I mean, out. so essentially, I'm throwing out um, giraffe rig right. on my turn, and that right, is right, my right, turn. Right, 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 right. Yes, thank you for holding me accountable uh, in the system that is new. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> uh, so that's going to bring up back to the top of the round, and you see Drampa uh, and Wigglytuff are. Uh, you know, there you see the Drampas just in this just full on rage, just rampaging around. And Wiggly looks over at Orangu as it goes away with little watery eyes. Uh, and then uh, uh, Toby goes, "All right, gang, uh, let's go ahead and uh, Wiggly Tough. Just go ahead and make sure the old man stays healthy." Uh, Wigglytuff uh, goes and uses Wish, and Wigglytuff just sort of puts its hands together and closes its eyes and and squeezes its little cheeks as this like fairy energy oscillates above uh wigglytuff and is sort of charging up uh and then uh he goes and drampa and drampa doesn't listen because it's rampaging and it's gonna go and jump up and try to stomp down uh this time on puchena Ooh, i don't like that puchena uh, watch so- out dodge <laughs> <laughs> Dodge it, Poochiana! Dodge it, Poochiana! Yeah, that's the only thing you need to say. Ash's only, Ash's only know-how is to yell at Pikachu to dodge yeah. things. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, I rolled snake eyes. Woo! Uh, so the Good. dodge works. Um, and sure enough, Poochiana at the last second, this massive dragon comes colliding down into the into the, the, the turf. Poochiana leaps out of the way and you see the big dust explosion in the air and we zoom all the way out into the overhead of the stadium and, and you see the dust coming out from the sides of the uh, of the stadium and everyone's coughing, you know, and then the dust clears and Poochiana's just fine. Uh, so that is their turn. Uh, let's go back to Poochiana who's just managed to dodge this wicked attack. Yes, and I... I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure that fairy is uh, is resistant or pretty resistant to dark type, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yep. So yeah. uh, <laughs> don't love that. I'm going to say, uh, Luciana, uh, latch on to that dragon's neck and don't let go. Uh, <laughs> use bite. And uh, I'm going to use nice. bite against, uh, against the big dragon. All right. Very nice. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, not great though. I rolled a four, five, six, and eight total on my uh, eight total. Can't imagine Will not an eight. hit. Eight's gonna no. do it. Oh, so sorry, my friend. Uh, and Drampa just sort of lashes like out and thrashes, looking for another target. And the tail manages to sort of like not hurt Puchiana, but sort of bat it away from its attack. Uh, that's going to bring up. Um, Which, by the way, just in case, because I switched in uh Drafferig, I don't have the plus three attack or the plus three speed anymore, so I am at a five. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Instead oh, of the so eight. I would move him in initiative. To oh, so instead of the eight, eight that, that I was now. before. Gotcha. So you're up next. Okay. With Girafferig. Then Girafferig is gonna survey the situation and go, We need we need damage in here. Alright. Girafferig. Hit that snake with a stomp. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, make your make your attack, man. 
All right. How does a 12 do? Uh, a 12 will hit, yes. So I believe it is a... It's. It wasn't more by more than three, was it? Or three or more? No. Okay, so... Uh, it's just going to do the normal attack, and I think it's just going to get two damage off. I'm going to mark that. The Drampa takes two damage as the the, the giraffe leaps up and with its hooves stomp down on the, the, the back part of the tail of the Drampa, which roars out again its red <laughs> raging eyes, uh, angry as it takes the damage. And then Ramona is going to be up next. Okay, so I'm going to actually recall my um, hound door oh. and and call out my tentacle instead. Okay. Because anything I do against Wigglytuff is going to be. So I give hound a super affectionate pat and just like lightly tap him on the head with the Pokeball to recall him. Yeah. And then and then um, and hound howls and as call. he goes into the Pokeball. He's like, oh, uh, by the way, guys, <laughs> I, I, di- I didn't. I did this for Oranguru, but I didn't do it just now for Drampus. So I just want to be clear. The light screen is reducing the damage that they take. Oh, Good to know. So it didn't, it, of all types? It didn't, yeah. I mean, we combined them for the purposes of this game. So, okay. uh, But the Oranguru, you guys were doing special effective damage anyway, so he was more than knocked out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it didn't matter for him. But for Drampa, uh, it does. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's only uh, two more rounds left on the light screen anyways. And on the trick room. Beautiful. We would love for those things to not be here anymore. Yes. Uh, so that brings up... Uh, so you switch out and who do you bring in Tentacool, right? Tentacool. Gotcha. Yep. And Tentacool comes out and and uh, again crosses its little uh, little little tentacles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start to see like Ramona start getting a little affectionate about her Pokemon so she gives him like a little pat. He, he gives you a little tentacle fist bump and it stings a little bit. Yeah. Like, ow. <laughs> like, ow, but like metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, that's going to go back to the top of the round. And now Wigglytuff's wish comes true as the energy oscillating around it goes down and onto the top of Drampa's head, healing it. Uh, and it Ooh. is now back to full health. Um, and uh, Toby goes, and the power of teamwork is evidenced once more. All righty, Wigglytuff, give him a dazzling gleam, and Drampa, you know what to do, old man. Uh, and Drampa just roars and leaps up into the air, and this time is going to go uh, attacking the giraffe rig, which is stomped on its tail. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a attack against the giraffe rig, which is a... Not a good roll, but plus four, nine. Uh, I have defensive nine. Okay, so it does hit then. Um, so it's going to be uh, three damage uh, as the dragon smashes down and the giraffe goes sprawling over and classic anime collides into the wall. Uh, and then we're going to cut over to where Wigglytuff is charging up uh, a, a blast of uh, of dazzling light and emits it from its mouth and this spray of dazzling light goes across and everybody, it's going to roll against everybody. This will mm-hmm. do one damage to everyone. Ah. Uh, to everyone it hits anyways. That is a 13. I think that hits everybody. That hits everybody. I'm about to so throw everyone... an extra Pokeball to Gibby's, Gibby's guy right now. <laughs> I know, poor, poor Gibby. Yo, I'm just getting hit by this freaking... <laughs> Drampa and then just crit by the the last for the last damage by uh the dazzling well, I got two investing it 
That's what investing in defense can do. Well, little did I know there was going to be a trick room. A trick room? <laughs> like, I, 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 I gave my highest stat to speed, and then hey, we, I, we add I a move it. that does the exact opposite stay mad not for long <laughs> not for long it'll be gone soon just it'll be gone after next round summon so, your next pokemon uh, to avoid the uh, the the, the drag although the dragon has been going for three rounds now right so it uh, that, so yes at the end of this yeah. outrage, yeah, outrage it becomes confused so okay. the outrage is done um and so uh you see the drampa's that's eyes that's how i feel i can really out, you just when sometimes you, you just outrage yourself outrage. Out, i'm mad you know? and now i'm confused <laughs> Right now you're just confused, <laughs> and you see its eyes go from red uh, to little swirls, and you see the eyes are swirling, and it's kind of looking around. And Toby goes, "Yeah, I kind of knew that would happen. Uh, <laughs> Worth it though." Uh, so, so Gavin, you're up. So, uh, Pagina in this case would have taken two points of damage because uh, Dark types are susceptible yep. to fairy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Ah, dang it! Uh, we're gonna have to change our tactic." I'll let the dragon be. Pagina, tackle that that uh, that pink thing. <laughs> the pink blob. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> that obnoxious pink blob. And we'll make, uh, and we'll make yep. a tackle attack. Very nice. Very nice. So double three. So six plus three, seven, eight, nine. And then plus one is a 10 for my howl. So a 10 total. Unfortunately, that does not uh, beat Jeez. the 12 that you need. A 12? Bro, this defense is crazy. I have the. Uh, I yeah. guess I don't have. The, I guess he has all of his stats in defense. Toby's highest stat is in defense. I guess so. Oh, he's a, a he's a team player, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that brings up um, uh, Bishop, who's bringing in his last Pokemon for his turn. I assume, right? Yep, that is my turn. Bringing in Shinx. All right, brings in Shinx. Uh, and then, uh, that is going to bring around, uh, Ramona Ramona. with the Titicool. Cool. So I'm going to look directly at, uh, Wigglytuff and say, Tentacool, you know what to do. Poison Sting. And then we both look at each other and make the same. (laughs) It makes more of like a gurgle. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) The connection was made. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Go ahead and make that attack. Good thing you've got a high attack stat. I know, right. Okay, so that's a 12. That hits. And it's poison, so I believe it does double damage to the fairy. Yeah. Um, and then you get to flip a coin slash roll for odds or evens to see if you poison. So let's say uh, odds are it gets poisoned. Evens. Still a couple points <clears throat> of damage on the uh, on mm-hmm. the Wigglytuffs. We'll take that. Um, so that's, yeah, it's two damage on the Wigglytuff, and it, it looks like it's in like that yellow bar area. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, that brings up the, the next round. Drampa, uh, is, <laughs> Drampa is struggling. He's going to say... Uh, uh yeah drampa you know if you're feeling up to it maybe maybe you could get yourself worked up again but if not you know no big deal buddy uh yeah tr- see if you can use outrage and it's gonna flip a coin to see if it hurts itself in confusion <laughs> please yes so odds it hurts itself in confusion it hurts itself in confusion nice <laughs> so it takes one damage as uh Another it flails around and smacks statement. itself with its own yeah. tail <laughs> now question does that get negated yes. by the by the light screen uh no 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 okay light screen is from you guys and stuff and actually at the end of this round light screen and trick room are going to end um you. and so then 
So Wigglytuff, uh, he goes and says, uh, all right, Wigglytuff, see if you can't charge up one more wish before uh, before everything uh, gets shut down. And and Wiggly begins like squinching its face together again, putting its hands together as it's, uh, you know, channeling its fairy healing energy. Uh, that's going to bring up Gavin. Oh, uh, uh, Puccina, uh, hang in there. Uh, use tackle. And uh, we'll tackle the Wigglytuff again. All righty. Okay, I got two higher this time. So an eight, I went, I went two threes to two fours. Eight, nine, 10, 11 with my attack, plus one for my howl, a 12. Total. The howl putting in the work. The howl, well, not Big for time. Like three okay. of my attacks, but for this one, yes, we'll take it. Uh, All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, so yeah, two damage from tackle, but probably one less because of light screen. Because uh, yep. this isn't particularly potent. Um, but Wiggly Puccina is just not knocked out yet. launches himself into the side of the Wiggly Tuff and bounces off. Uh, and uh, gets on all four feet next to it. Uh, and uh, the Wiggly is like trying to concentrate and like does the thing where like it gets hit by the tackle and slides back on its feet, but it holds its ground as it's squinching its little cute face together, focusing on the uh, on the wish. Uh, and it is now in the red health bar. You can tell it's like barely hanging on. It's got like the, the dirt patches on its face, like when Pokemon are getting beat up. Yeah. You know? They're like cross hatching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cross hatching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that brings up Bishop, your last Pokemon, Noibat. No, not Noibat, Shinx. Not Noibat. Shinx, right. So, we so Shinx. not seen anything from Shinx yet. Shinx is, so lo and behold, Bishop's favorite Pokemon and kind of has that same uh, kind of energy, that, that best friend energy that, that uh, Ramona clearly has with one, with one of her Pokemon as well. Shinx looks, kind of gives it like a, like a, like a smirk. Uh, to Bishop, and he goes, you know what to do. And they are actually going to use their inspiration point and recall the memory of the time early on in Bishop's career where Bishop couldn't figure out this one section on how to get it past, how to get past this one stage, level three of his favorite game, quickly, and he fell asleep just trying over and over and over again, but was just not completing it in a in a any time that would have been meaningful for a speed run. And Shinx kind of run walks over and just nudges Bishop to wake him up. And he's he wakes up in a jolt and Shinx gets scared too and shoots a bolt of electricity that hits the controller. <laughs> and all of a sudden the joystick starts going crazy and he starts backflipping multiple times in the middle of the game and he glitches through a wall that solves the <laughs> level that Bishop had struggled for, for so long. And ever since then, he sits next to him every single time. They're the gaming buddies. They're gaming buddies. Every single time he does a speed run, Shinx is his good luck charm. So Shinx is going to jump forward and cast Thundershock at the right. Tough. Go ahead and roll, and you get to do it with advantage. So roll three and take the two highest. All right, let's see what we get. All right, pretty good, pretty good. That is a five and a six plus a three, so that is 14. That will hit. We get to do a little bit of damage. So I think it'll still get it'll still get reduced from the light screen. I don't think it's an electric attack, so I don't think electric is going to do it anything. Interact. I don't think it does anything significant. Yeah. Um, one way or the other. So it'll do two yep. base, right? It'll Minus do, one. It'll do two base. 
right. one damage, which knocks out the Wigglytuff. Oh, and the Wigglytuff Wiggly is was focusing so and squinting. It's, it, was, it was that red bar. It's focusing and squint, squinting its little face together, focusing on thing. And then the last bolt, jolt of energy, it's like trying to hold on to it. And then let's go. And the energy dissipates and it kind of wobbles and then flops backwards on its on its back with the little X's over its eyes. And Toby goes, oh, you know what? Hey, that was a great fight there, Wigglytuff. You know, you just you put in a solid effort, kid, and brings it back. Um, and now uh, you see the the trick room begin to fizzle and fade and the light screen, the energy that coalesced around everyone begins to fade. And Toby goes, all right, I won't lie. You got us on the back foot here. Well, let's see if you can close this out. And Trampa's going to have to go last now because the trips, uh, the trick room's down. So you let's guys get go. one more full round uh, before Drampa gets another attack. And so the wish the top, didn't finish, correct? Uh, wish did not finish. Okay. So Drampa will not get healed. Uh, and that's going to bring up uh, at the top is Ramona again. Man, I, right? re- I realized I actually have attack. I would have gotten advantage on the first attack with Shinx anyway. I shouldn't have used my uh, inspiration there. Uh, why would you have gotten advantage? Oh, be from the... Well, we can say you do it right now because you're going to get the attack again anyways. So you can get it at your advantage. Cool. I'll take, I'll take it for then. Okay, so uh, Ramona looks at this dragon and is like, I hate to be boring. I hate to be predictable. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, tentacle, get that dragon with supersonic. So the Drampa had just snapped out of confusion only for a supersonic to begin lulling it back together. And Toby goes... That's not great. That's not great. <laughs> nice, nice job, champ. Uh, to uh, to to Ramona. <laughs> Ramona swoops. <laughs> that brings up. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's Bishop again, and Shinx is already charging another blast. <laughs> yep, he starts charging another blast, and all of a sudden, he's gonna stop and go. Gavin, do you have anything electric on that on that Pokemon you've got? Uh, uh me? Uh, no. Uh, what? Why would I have an electric move? Just to be sure. And then he's going to turn and he's going to go, let's just go with a tackle. And he's going to tackle the the Drampa. All right. Go ahead and make your attack. And we'll do it with that advantage that we're rolling that over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that will be a five and a three, which is eight plus three. It's 11. I don't think it does it. So so no, no damage here. So... <laughs> Gavin takes a, a glance across at Puccina. This moment of humanity enters Gavin's eyes as he glances at his chosen <sighs> partner, Pokemon, who's on the edge, and he sees the determination to prove itself to Gavin. And there's a flashback. Two, actually. The first one is uh, the very first time Gavin went out with Puccina whenever uh, a wild Growlithe came out of the grass. And that Growlithe launched at him and Puccina tackled Gavin out of the way. And whenever that happened, his Pokeballs rolled out of the bag and Growlithe landed (laughs) on one of the Pokeballs and got snatched up into the Pokeball. And it was it was Gavin's first Pokemon catch. And the next time was whenever they saw Wild Honed Edge. Uh, and uh, he was scared to death because of the ghost type. And uh, he picked a handful of Pokeballs out of his satchel and threw all of them, all of which would have missed if it wasn't for Puccina, jumping in and headbutting one of them so that it struck the Honed Edge square in the hilt of its sword 
and caught it. So realistically, Here. we now know that Gavin's actually never caught any Pokemon. He's never caught any Pokemon. Uh, Puchina at has all. caught both Puchina. of the Pokemon for him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so Puchina, he says, "That's it, Puchina. We've got this now. Make an attack. Bite him." Okay, so we'll go ahead and roll with advantage on this attack. And uh, <laughs> bite putting in work, hopefully. Uh, two threes and a one. So we'll take that six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, and a ten. So I'm going to miss as well and just be oh, sure. No. Just well, missing in our advantages by Ouch. two points. It's okay, Puccina. I, I still believe in you. And up. Uh, Puccina's Puccina, where it had been saluting you like a commanding officer, now salutes you with tears welling in its eyes and respect. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't just respect the title; it respects the man behind the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the Drampa is is shaking its head, and let's see if it gets confused by the supersonic. Biggest turn here; it shakes free of its confusion, and immediately the eyes boom, red no. and it leaps into the air at the Puchiana. Puchiana is the highest defense 12 oh but dbn has the best dice actually A better dice action <laughs> hey you completely dodged that outrage earlier that would have whomped him yeah no a Puchina! and uh my Puchina goes unconscious all right uh that is going to be the next round uh go ahead you can go ahead and bring him out now because it's but that's the end of the round, so you can go ahead and bring him out between rounds and then still get an attack with him. Honed Edge, it's time to end this. Now, my my speed does go to a two now instead of a five because okay. uh, of Honed Edge. You are tied with uh, <laughs> with Toby, so, okay. so uh, I'll let you choose if you want to go before or after, but I assume it's going to be before. I would like to go before Toby. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ramona. Okay. Um, I'm thinking like, okay, this is it. This is time to use the tentacle. And at the same time, I'm like, I hope he's impressed. And so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say tentacle, go for poison sting. So that's going to be a 13. Uh, 13 will hit. Yeah. So that does uh, a point of damage. And then you get to, what is it? Flip to see if he gets poisoned or how does that, what does it say on your. Yeah. Flip a coin. Um, see all right so if it's an so odd same same as last time it's odds, odds for poison get poisoned <gasps> four again all right brings it around to bishop shinx is there ready and waiting your last pokemon shinx is going to after seeing the tackle fail says maybe electric is is the spark we need and he's going to use thunder shock shinx thunder shock him with a four plus a four Four, which is eight plus three is 11. He doesn't hit. And Gavin. Honed Edge, it's time to play as a team. Now, use metal sound. And so I'll use <laughs> Toby's metal sound. eyes are welling up <laughs> as he hears you talking about being a it's team so player. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, the target has minus two defense score until the end of my next turn. So when you guys go oh. next, you'll have to hit a 10 instead of a 12 now. Okay. Nice. Uh, Drampa is going to outrage, and this time, I'm hoping to get Honed Edge in the in the in the Ooh, way. Let's see, just as a heads up. Like I oh, want you're going to try to you're you're going to try to command Honed Edge to take the shot. Yes. Okay, make a command roll to do something that's sort of breaking the general chain here. So we're okay. going to say that the difficulty is going to be the same difficulty as Drampa normally would be, so twelve. Okay, so I got a 10 on my dice, plus 5 from command, a 15. And sure enough, you what do you say to Hone Edge? Hone Edge, 
Jump in the way. Protect your friends. And Honedge dives in as Drampa, and like Drampa's like coming down on t- on top of uh, poor Shinx as you know, almost like the like Dragon Ball Z like dash in front, and boom! All of a sudden, Honedge is in front and takes the hit instead. Shing, um, sword up with the sword up, block- parried. Um, so that's going to be. I have to actually make sure it hits, and it it does. I'm rolling amazing yeah you so must. three damage but i think you resist some of it i have defense so uh minus two damage the first time i would receive damage so i only take one nice it. that's that high stat uh perk that uh that those defense. defensive characters have very nice so minus one um awesome so that's the round and we're back around to the top back to the top and defense. drampa has minus two defense now i look at tentacle do it last time like <laughs> do it do it and do it. <laughs> poison sting one last time. Chan, your poison child. Do it. Oh, do come it. on. Freaking odd numbers. Let's just... 12? Yes, that hits. You only have to beat a 10 now uh, because of okay. the metal sound. So just one and then see if it gets poisoned. <gasps> I got a one. It is poisoned. Shinx is up. Um, We've learned from round to round. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do a tackle. Yeah, you gotta be to. Oh, you just gotta be to ten. It's amazing. Set you up. It's amazing what happens when you don't have like the the cheat sheet of the type indications right on your attacks in the Pokemon mainline RPGs. How easily yes. it is to, for me to mess it Forget. up. Oh my god! Right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I had. I mean, I'm not the most knowledgeable with that anyway, so I totally missed. But it's maybe fitting just to get one in for the for the one shot. Oh, How does a, we've got a crit. Oh, let's go. We've got a crit that's going to do some extra damage. Shinx is dashing forward for this tackle, and then all of a sudden, Shinx just narrows its eyes and begins dashing faster, 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 faster. And then it's right as Drampa is turning and is going to flail right onto your teammates and and finish off the hone edge. Uh, Right in the uppercut into the jaw of the Drampa is Shinx's headbutt. Boom! And the Drampa withers backwards its long gangly neck before collapsing on the ground and you hear the announcer winner challengers and the crowd goes wild yeah yeah we did it it. uh you guys call back your pokemon and everyone's celebrating and toby walks over to you guys and says ah well gang you really uh you really did a great job this really inspires confidence in the youth of tomorrow i think all three of you are just just great kids and just get out there and and keep showing the rest of the pokemon league what you're made of i'm really proud to have been able to to serve as your uh as your gym leader and i'm also even more proud to award you with this the refraction badge and he hands you uh three each of you a uh, a little badge which looks like a little prism with uh light coming out of it um i'm actually gonna i'm actually gonna override that slightly and say that um uh bishop takes all three badges and then he you see him do something like he's turned around and you you see him turn back around and go you guys earned this and he's holding one he's holding each hand out to you guys and along with the refraction badge is a little like patch that he made with aspirations of being like a legit like 
G Fuel sponsor on the back of it. It's got the G Fuel oh, okay. logo, but it's got an it's NL a sponsor code. It's an N- <laughs> it's an NL patch for next level. And he goes, I I would be honored. And he hands the refraction badge and an NL patch to both of you. So before they come up, as soon as the announcer is done, before we actually talk and get mm-hmm. our badges, um, Gavin uh, pets Puccina, and then he slides his glasses up the middle of his face. and says, well, actually, the announcer says the winner was Challenger, but in this unorthodox gym battle, the winner is Challengers, because there's three of us who are getting badges. Thank you very much. And <laughs> makes his way over to receive his badge. Oh, my goodness. And <clears throat> when Ramona, like, receives her badge, she looks up and goes, looks at up at him and says you're not my real dad and turns around and runs away sobbing <laughs> uh and and toby looks at you guys and says yeah you might want to you might want to check on her uh fellas uh, i think she's really going through something <laughs> you hear an electric ukulele playing in the distance and, and, and houndors howling as the credits <laughs> <Yeah>. roll <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, that was a blast. Thank you all so much for uh, for getting to play. Uh, Pokemon is one of my favorite uh, franchises. So, so fun. really fun getting to do that with you guys. Hope you all had fun. And listeners, hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, as a reminder, the whole reason we did this was because we had to do a, a little crossover episode for everything. Uh, if you're a Pokemon fan, you might be excited to hear that Legends Cast is going to be covering the Pokemon TCG this month. You also might be excited to hear that we have a uh, Pokemon Unite podcast called aos airwaves so if you've been interested in trying that game out or if you're a seasoned veteran of that game you can listen to gibby and i uh chatting away about the new pokemon and how broken sashin is i mean he's broken in every game we know this um and finally if you enjoyed the rpg component of this and you're listening on either aos airwaves or legends cast uh and you you enjoyed the, the the lovable chaos that we have here um check out almost legends where we cover the fate system and we are currently running an avatar the last airbender rpg in that system finally uh you can join us on discord we'll have that link in the description and join the camp legend family where we just you know we have a nice little discord we talk about stuff all the time it's pretty chill and uh we have a pretty big community at this point who can share all sorts of gaming uh lore and information and you can party up with people on the games that we're trying and stuff like that so hopefully you guys will have that uh uh, that ability to to join us and 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 grow the family so anything else i'm missing here gang or should we get on out of here i don't think so thank you guys for listening we appreciate any time you take time to listen to uh our shenanigans especially when it's rpg shenanigans because it's like our funnest stuff to make we we love it so thank you guys for listening and tuning in absolutely ready we promise we're more likable in real life <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we're out of here we'll see you guys next time